0: Come on,
1: stars van him. i'm the spider star you're in mars i'm the spider boy you're a fart spider stars okay um eddie brack mm-hmm uh-huh i'm a pirater a 12 year old rapist was accused of having child pornography the charges were acquitted because he's fucking 12 uh, nope no, what happens if a 12-year-old looks up uh, porn, like 16-year-old girl porn? Do they hit s- him with charges? Still child porn. Yeah. If he's 12? Mm-hmm. I mean, but how do they... But they're not going to try him as an adult, though, so it'll get expunged yeah, how off d- his record. Well, how does he get... I just Te- don't understand. Technically,
0: if you're 12 and you send a dick pic to somebody, you're distributing child pornography.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Wish I had a phone when I was 12. Um,
0: N- you probably don't. Imagine, the the one thing I'm thankful for in this life is that, like... Instagram and video phones didn't really exist when we were younger. Yeah. Do you want to really like see um, 2006 Garthoff uh, videos of you like drunk or whatever?
1: Probably would have ended at the same square I'm at, which is no social media presence, except for occasionally tweeting about sports games. Yeah. Um, Fart butt, fuck dick, shit, it's games gonna ride the podcast. All pro all the time. We're here to talk about video games, p and such. Matt Hazlett.
0: Yeah, you know what I've been thinking about lately. I just want to bring this up because maybe um, other minds will appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Back in the olden days, like maybe the Middle Ages, or you know, a long fucking time ago, before like distribution and stuff. You know, people like to booze and drink as much as they do now, probably even more, because life was very bad. But the thing was. If the bar runs out of a certain beer now, it's like, oh, uh, they'll probably get some in the next couple of days or something. But like back then, if the bar ran out of beer, they, it would be like, oh, we'll have more in like two months. So like, how often do you think it happened that like the bar ran out of beer and like it, word got around town like, yo, there's no more beer. And everybody's like, fuck, what do we do? And then it just like life sucked for a while. That probably happened hundreds of thousands of times throughout history. You know, where like people like just couldn't booze for a while because you can only make so much beer at once. I think
2: you kind of avoided as many problems because like there wasn't, hey, here's everything that's on tap. It's just like, all right, here is beer. And so like when you get down to like three barrels, you're like, all right, let's get more. And then those three barrels, like, like at some point they probably had their timing down to know when to order in occurrence with how long it was going to be to get the next shipment. You know
1: what I mean? I mean, fuck all that. What about about the prohibition? Like when it was straight up illegal, but what if there
0: wasn't even shipments though? They're just, it's that town makes their own beer. And so once the town has drank all of their beer supply, you know, they well just that's to what i mean i mean more. like
2: if you're like you don't wait to make it until you're out i'm yeah. sure they're probably like
0: yeah you're probably right
2: but hey like we have enough like they probably timed had an estimate opening of, like, the
1: bar after they had a month's supply of yeah beer or some shit
0: that should definitely happen though and then it makes me think like you know if you go to the bar you can like put down 10 beers or whatever get real fucked up but like do you think back then people like drank slower and like paid like limited themselves because beer was a more limited quantity back then Mm, probably not
2: no no i don't think people think that far ahead especially when it deals with dealing with alcohol
0: no clearly just Uh, just something to chew on for our listeners you know
1: chew on that shit it out right now bang bam bong blow it is game's gonna ride podcast saying it again just for good measure episode one hundred and forty-one. okay that's crazy palindrome it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. it reads the
2: same back and forth just mm-hmm. like the word sarcophagus
1: some idiot um was was like when the browns went uh 131 and one you know when after yeah. game one he was like oh they have the palindrome record and everyone was like it's not a fucking palindrome you idiot <laughs> it was like a famous tv personality wait really it was yeah. like
2: someone like on tv that was well known yeah. like wow that's it's sad. like
1: no they were in a palindrome for like a long time until they tied. Was it Fucking Ann idiot Coulter? No, <laughs> this was a man. Oh, okay, um, okay, video games. Tucker I Carlson. I haven't played a ton of them, but there's been a lot of news. So, uh, Matt, you played a lot of Bad Boys?
0: Yeah, and it's been a couple weeks since I've uh, rendezvoused with you bad voodoo
1: dudes. Yeah, I got three. My company got... No, I just have Spider Man. Just do no. Yeah. Okay, uh, Matt, why don't you trot a couple ponies out of the staple?
0: Well, let's start out with Spider Man then, because we've all played it. I uh, I got the platinum trophy yesterday. Yeah. In that Spider Man hype, hype, hype. So I know I had been conversing with you fellas about it uh, here and there through textual messages, mm-hmm. and right after I finished the story, I said I would give it like a seven point five mm-hmm. or so. I'm up a little bit now that um, it's been a little bit since I finished the story. Mm-hmm. I think I would give it a solid eight okay. out of ten uh, if I had to. Um, but this is the reason why video game ratings are arbitrary nonsense because it's so yeah. Hard. I was about to say you should it's really so, adjust that it's, to. It's the, so hard to put into to our n- review scale. It's
1: so hard to put into numbers. Ours yeah. is a lot more scientific and and factual. So would you say like Cool Guy Jones here? Yeah,
0: it's a. But it's a cool guy, Jones, with parts of it that are definitely an Adonis,
1: you know? Oh, yeah. Like the swinging is Adonis Immaculate. Yeah,
0: it's just the things that are bad about it, I really don't like. And then... um, Like if the swinging was a man, it'd be a really good-looking man. Yeah, so... so
2: Immaculate, you could say. So Mm -hmm.
0: the things I don't like about it, I really dislike. And then there's also things that I think are fine about it, but are also, like, should be better. Like the combat, you know?
1: Um... Yeah, the the combat, it provides you with enough outs to where by like, the end of the game, I realized I was, like, exploiting the same things over and over again just because it was continuing to work.
0: And so. boy howdy will you do that if you go for the platinum because there's, like, 150 of those fucking random crimes you have to do.
1: Yeah, you just have to actively, like, want to mix it up.
0: Yeah, which um, is a problem because, uh, well, especially if you're trying to do all those crimes um, because there's way too fucking many of them what you're going to want to do is just spam Web Blossom as much as you can to make them go as fast as you can. Which is what I did for like 75% of the game. Yeah, because why would you not? Because Web Blossom is...
1: Overpowered uh, as fuck.
0: Yeah. In, in any situation except for maybe Sable fights, Web Blossom is going to be your best bet. Yeah. Um, and maybe f- and for stealth. You know, yeah, You're not going to want to use Web Blossom. But um, overall, if there's a big fight going on, you can take six people off the battlefield if you... Mm-hmm. web blossom so like why would you not just always use that I also there was a couple gadgets I didn't even buy I didn't or I bought them all but I didn't buy the spider drone until um like my last hour with the platinum mm-hmm. only for the trophy for the upgrades and uh I never bought the concussive blast because I didn't use gadgets too much because there was too many times where like yeah, certain, certain gadgets like, the electric one, for example, is, like, really good for most grunts. But if you're fighting Sable guys, they're immune to electricity, so it doesn't work. And the Sable guys are actually immune to most things. And they take a thousand hits to kill each one, so you have to use focus takedowns. I and
1: felt like there should have been a D-pad button for... Cycling through gadgets, because then I would have used it a lot more. Yeah, because we, hitting stopping out, to open a wheel. is
0: Well, opening the wheel and also... And when it's
1: spent, it reverts to web shooter.
0: Well, and maybe if time actually froze when you open the wheel, but since it doesn't, it slows it down, but not enough because you, you can have, like, you'll see a, a, a spider sense that you're going to get shot at, and you'll be opening the wheel, and as you're, like, selecting a gadget, you can get shot. I'd actually you know.
1: say that it's probably still better that they have it time slow down because having played a bunch of Ratchet and Clank games, they alternated at some points between having it slow down and have it stop fully. And like just breaking up the action that much. It was just like, it made everything a little more stopping out to like every fight became like, I'm going to pause, switch weapons, pause, switch weapons. And that got a little old. So
0: I think, well, the, the other problem with the gadgets is that, um, so the targeting system is finicky cause there's no like lock on. Yeah. yeah. So you, you you have to rely on, like, like the minutiae of your camera movements to highlight enemies. Even then, it's not. With, yeah, with a barely noticeable highlight to try to, like, select them. And when you're getting shot at from seven angles, um, you're just going to be spamming dodge anyway, which still might is probably not going to work. I think my biggest gripe with the combat is that even if you perfect dodge something, you might execute that dodge Right into like four other moves That yeah. are gonna hit
1: you because you can't dodge them the Because sab- you just dodged The Sable fights are the worst when they it's mix so bad. The Sable with the other dude.
0: Well, And then they'll have like the, the sniper tower and, mm-hmm. and you have to get the button prompt To hold L1 and R1 to pull it down But when there's a thousand things around you And there's like 15 trash cans On the ground that you can throw Like getting the, in the sweet spot Where the camera activates the button prompt Just for the
1: tower I never even did that I always took out snipers first First
0: and foremost. Oh, well, okay. So when you're doing the random crimes and stuff, Mm. there's five Sable ones for each district and all of them have a tower. And like once you've done, once you've spent like four hours clearing out these random crimes, you're not doing stealth. You're jumping in and just trying to kill everything as fast as you can Mm because it's a fucking grind. And uh, those towers are such a pain. That and the, the machine guns on top of the Sable cars too. Like, so many, even up until, I think I played, like, 40 hours of that fucking game, and even my last minutes with it, um, I'm still, like, dodge rolling out of the way of, like, rocket launchers and machine guns to just try to get the camera to line up right so I can get the button prompt to pull the fucking machine gun off of the car. So, I don't, because I was, I still died multiple times, Mm -hmm. like, even when I was finishing the Platinum, just because, um... The dodge system is really inconsistent, and you, you can easily dodge into an attack that will kill you.
1: Yeah. Mike, uh, what do you got on this game now? You've been playing it, and it's your only game. Yeah. Um,
2: it's kept my attention. I've gone through and got to, like, kind of the what I see as, like, the widening branch of the story. Mm mm-hmm. um, and oh, you haven't finished it yet? No, I haven't beat it. I do. I do a lot of side shit and spent a lot of the early part of the game doing almost exclusively side stuff. Um, especially once I ran into stuff like the backpacks and the black cat stuff that was giving you suits. Because mm-hmm. for me, the whole thing is I'm collecting suits. That is my yeah. main pursuit in this game. Um, because I really like as a comic nerd, like knowing all, like most of them from one thing or another, and being like, oh shit, that's cool. And then like putting the suit on and wearing it and seeing cutscenes with him in some ridiculous suit is is pretty good. Yeah, um, that's like one of my favorite parts. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I, I mean, I really like it. This is the first game in a while that's had it like where I'll lose f- four hours not even thinking about it and then still don't want to put it down. Oh um, yeah,
0: don't get me wrong. As much. I'm speaking of it as I played 40 hours and got the platinum, like, kind of stance. So I love the shit out of it. And I, you know, I played it for, like, two or three weeks straight. Like, that's right. mostly all I did.
2: And, again, I'm also not, like, saying it's a perfect game by any means. I think the...
0: When it's great, it's really great.
2: That's, it. yeah. it. One The one thing is, like, even when you're doing stuff that you don't really like, it feels really good to me. So, like, that's the one... Like, we talk about games that it's like the shooting feels good. It's like the traversal feels good.
1: Yeah, going, going about the city is just fun.
2: Yeah, and I really like doing stealth stuff i think that's really fun i'm into that meticulous like moving around because it's kind of like you can shut your brain off but it's also you gotta kind of pay attention a little bit yeah but it's simple enough that you're not like totally breaking your back
1: it's basically as as much as you want to make of it because you can go in there and just wing it or you can just go in there and like I'm going to set up some trip mines and shoot webs over them and lure each guy one by one to make this cakewalk, but it's like, how meticulous do you want to be? And then then
2: once you get to the second wave of anything, it stealth's over anyway. Yeah. Which I've also thought is kind of weird. I mean, I guess they know that once everyone's gone that someone's there so mm-hmm. it doesn't wouldn't make total sense for you to be stealth but it also doesn't make sense they know exactly where Video you games. are I th- yeah. Exactly. I, I
0: thought it would be cool if they made the first wave a little bit harder to stealth and then if you stealth the first wave of a base it would just give you the um, I thought that that would be cool and I thought that that was going to happen It would happen the first time often. I did it yeah um, I don't know There, there's tweaks they could make to maybe make that work but um, um, the other th- thing that I feel like the skill trees. Um, most of those moves I'm not gonna fucking use because they're um, you're gonna die if you like. There's the the disarm moves. Um, you, you hold triangle and you can pull guns out of people's hands, which is fine. But if you're in the middle of combat and you, the animation takes like two seconds to do. So like by the time you hold triangle and you're doing that, you already have been shot with a rocket launcher. Like there's really not any good situations where you can disarm enemies in the middle of combat
2: i actually i actually use that quite a bit but it is very situational but i'm also a person that like i am ridiculously anal about killing every rocket person first so like i will literally like run around the map and look and then kill them and then like i don't even treat the game like i'm in combat until i get rid of the rocket guys and then i play the game like i i it's almost like a meta game to get rid of rocket guys and then go from there I feel because like
0: the the balance of enemy placement is just not where i want it to be whereas like in the arkham games by the time they got to arkham knight you know you'd have the same kind of thing with the shield dudes and the brutes and kind of stuff but you if you were good at it you could just flawlessly do like 150 combos and like it was hard and it took practice and skill but you could do it where in Spider-Man, um, it's more frustrating than anything to try to do that. So your best bet is to just, like, get your focus up and then, um, of course, get the perk where you can focus kill two enemies right back-to-back back and then spam Web Blossom. Yeah, there, I, um, There's no reason to not do that. I have very
2: few gripes, personally, of the game. I think the worst part of the game, by far, is the challenge tokens.
0: Oh,
1: don't, don't yeah. even... Don't even um, so well, th- I think it, it, a lot of the side stuff is like bland, and yeah. then we've already kind of spoke on that. Like,
2: yeah, but even so, like I agree with that. But I but still there's like some that are just straight up bad. Enjoy doing even the ones that like were really stupid and kind of. I still just in my brain like it was just still hitting the pleasure button in my brain, being being able to do the traversal in any way, shape, yeah. or form, whatever. But the challenge tokens is like. Looking at the gold scores on those, I don't know where you would even come up with that number.
0: So I only got the so. So once I got like most of the game completed, I decided I was going to go for the platinum because it was pretty close mm-hmm. in my reach. Um, the only ones I gold starred were the combat ones because uh, it's pretty easy to. It's mostly time based, and if you don't take damage based kind of stuff, mm-hmm. so if you just try it like five times in a row, you can probably get it. Whereas the bomb ones, I struggled to get a silver rating just for that trophy um, because you there's not even room for the smallest margin of error to gold star those bomb challenges. Um, and the, the traversal mechanic, which is good for speed, it's really not good at all for precision, and it's so easy to accidentally overshoot yourself on those challenges for the bombs when you are trying to be precise Because he'll go into an animation that you don't want him to go into or something. Um, And it just seems ridiculous. So if if you guys are planning on platinuming it, I recommend if you've spent any challenge tokens, stop spending them completely and just save them all up. And then um, once you have enough to buy all the suits, make a manual save and buy all the suits and then reload your save and then... Buy all the upgrades. Yeah, I've uh, I've trophies. actually
2: seen that on uh, a couple the, suggestions. Because uh,
0: otherwise, you have to gold star the bomb and drone challenges, which I don't even know that I could do it. it it's it, it's like so. What's the trophy
1: specifically? Like there, just a, get all there's the. A for, there's a trophy for there's a trophy for buying
0: all the suits, and there's a trophy for buying fifteen upgrades. So
1: there's not a challenge token trophy.
0: That's just the currency n- for those. N- things? No, but if you didn't save Scummit there then you'd have to you do you would have to of, get yeah. gold stars in a lot of the challenges to that are st- straight up broken and not yeah. fun to do. So I recommend you don't do unless <clears throat> unless you want to spend like 45 minutes on each bomb challenge getting the exact where you need to shoot a web at in order to propel over Cause like yeah. we're talking fractions of a second will affect your score. On I'm not sure I'm going to platinum this
1: game, anyways. I mean, I it,
0: might, but I might it's, not. It's it's pretty easy, but the last like three hours of the platinum for me were like stopping crimes. Um, yeah, and and it was like I did every crime that I came across, mostly unless I was right at a mission when one popped up, and um, by the end game. I think I spent like an hour doing some random crimes cause I was like, I knew I was going to go for the platinum cause that's all I really needed. I spent like an hour doing random crimes and then I looked at my map and counted them and I still had like 62 left and that took me like three more hours. Hmm. And, um, that was three hours of like doing the same four missions over and over again. Like the car stopping missions are the same every time. Yeah. And the, um, pedestrians trapped inside their overturned cars Mm. are the same every time. Yeah. And the Sable, um, citizen arrest stopping ones are the same every, it's just, um, it gets repetitive. I I don't know why they thought that they needed, um, 150 of those or whatever the fuck. If they would have cut it in half. Um, I think I'd, I wouldn't have, there's things about the combat that I wouldn't have realized were such big flaws. If I didn't have to sit there and play four hours,
1: a lot of of the side stuff just feels like filler. Like, but it's okay because it's Spider-Man. Well, it makes you recognize
0: the flaws in the combat system because as far as the story missions go, um, it doesn't ever get so intricate where you're like just straight up fighting for like 15 minutes straight, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's easy to forgive. But then beyond that, I love the story of the no, game. No, it's a
1: really good game. I thought, but
0: also, if there was maybe like three or four missions where you're not playing as Spider-Man and they insta-fail stealth sections, I'd have been like, yeah, those missions suck, but whatever. Yeah, but, maybe but there's, two. But there's like 15 of nice. those fucking missions. Maybe and none would have so, been nice. So every, and, and they're so unnecessary to the plot, too. It'll be like... Spider Man gets somewhere, and Mary Jane's like, "Oh, thank God you're here! We need to stop so and so." And you're like, oh, "Cool, let's do it!" And then it cuts to black, and it's like, fifteen minutes earlier. And then it's like, "This is what Mary Jane did before Spider Man was there." Yeah.
1: And it's like, well, and what's
0: really all of, there was one, the only mission that was good was the one in Grand Central Terminal, Mm. Mm-hmm. where he's
1: probably not there yet. So
0: yeah, I don't know if you did that. Oh,
2: yet. I am there. Where you're like doing tandem shit. Yeah. With Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: where you're working together. Yeah. That was cool um but that was one if they could have done so much more with that but there was one mission that was one mission out of like all of the other ones is like oh so there's a bunch of guys with bad ai and a bunch of waist high things and then like boxes you can knock over and yeah walk around the boxes yeah it's just, it just sucks. And, and just like it was really unclear where to go for some of them too so it would be like oh, I guess I just have to have insta-fails happen to me for the next 20 minutes before I figure out, like, what the right... That only happened to me once or twice on those, but usually they're pretty quick. They're, like, five, ten minutes long, but...
2: um, Also, just, like, from a nitpicky standpoint, which at this point is kind of, like, what it is, but it's just... It's really stupid to do a this is what happened, but have a thing where, like, if they see you you fail, because it's like, well, obviously that didn't happen because I'm telling the story. Like, there shouldn't be... a failure state because I'm sitting here talking to you. Plus,
0: every single one of those gameplay sections could have been a 20 second cutscene. Yeah, or and, just and the game like, the game wouldn't be
2: any worse for it. Or just like total like you could just be like, yeah, I got I got here. Yeah, Mary Jane. I don't need to tell Ma- you how I got Mary here. Mary
0: Jane could just be like, yeah, the sable base was really heavily defended, but I snuck around and got the computer chip. And right. you be like, cool. I get,
2: and I get the point. It's just like to break up the monotony of like. You're swinging and punching guys, and now you're going to swing
1: and punch guys. But and you're is, that, swing is, and that punch is that guys? monotony
0: when that's the part you like about it? For yeah, me, well, no. the entire
1: game is monotony. Like you right, really yeah. like it, There's just like five things you do. Yes, you know. True. But but it's like it does those things fairly well. It's right. it, it's a exactly. g- it's a
0: game where the core of it is so great, but um,
1: the it's a game that if it weren't Spider-Man and swinging, it would be Crackdown.
0: Yeah, but also it's a game AKA where... If,
1: a mediocre game. If they would have right. had
0: a more heavy-handed editor that was okay with leaving stuff on the cutting room floor, it could have been a more cohesive experience. And a lot of that waste and excess fat on the game is things that led me to being aware of the flaws in the combat system more than I would have otherwise. So I, f- I feel like having it not be more focused is to its detriment because it makes me more perceptive of all the flaws of the game. You know,
1: I think it's just like if they made like two of the side things involve actual comic characters and like a semi interesting line of missions to do, then that builds up the game and takes it to kind of the next level. But instead it's all like minor tasks.
0: Yeah, the only side mission series that is even close to, like, an Arkham City side plot is, like, the Taskmaster stuff, which is, like, just barely. Yeah. Fat. And 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 then there's some that are obviously uh, gimped because they're going to be... The the story parts of them are going to be DLC, which is really Yeah, obvious. it makes me
1: wonder if they roadmap this out for, like, oh, we can't use that character because he's going to be in the sequel. And, of
0: course, they did. Well, yeah, that and... Um, or, like, the Black Cat stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, Black, Black Cat, and, like, these missions are really interesting, and I like Black Cat as a character, and then it's like, you get to the end of that little storyline, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, the DLC in uh, six months if you buy that, well, that that's what all, will Yeah. Which is fine, because I'm gonna buy that.
1: But he has so many villains, I feel like they could have thrown, like, the Knob Goblin or the fucking Goo Goo Dolls in there or some shit, and then it, <laughs> it would have been okay.
0: Well, they couldn't throw the... Ho- they couldn't <laughs> The ultimate villain. They couldn't throw the Hobgoblin in there, and we're not doing spoiler stuff and of course mike hasn't finished the game yet but um i went with knob goblin by the way yeah <laughs> um yeah all right um but they they did do some interesting stuff with the spider-man mythos, it was those especially the post-credits cut scene has some uh yeah oh uh there's one thing they did where i don't i don't think i've seen that take on it in any of the Spider Man media before. Um, so that makes me really excited for the sequel. Yes.
1: Yeah, it'll be cool. uh Let's refresh these drinks. Yeah. Boy, I haven't been busy playing Spider Man. I'm playing other games. Let me tell you all about them. Um, not that many. I've played a little bit of Maiden, Maiden 19. Um, the maiden voyage, as they call it in uh, the Netherlands, it's still pretty good. Um, the one thing that I noticed though is I had to quit a game at halftime, and in the previous Madden, it would save and then I could reload at halftime, and in this one, it did not do that.
0: Oh, um, I also want to say, I encountered my fair share of glitches in Spider Man, that where I actually didn't. I had uh, a couple hard crashes where I'd go to the blue screen and report error or whatever and I have to relaunch it and then I had one yesterday where I was swinging through the air and then it froze and then the controller was completely unresponsive and when I walked up to the PlayStation and hit the power button it just would go beep 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 and I had to just unplug it hmm
1: yeah, I think you can hard kick it in the dick if you hold it for 15 I seconds did or that 30 too? seconds or some shit.
0: I tried all that. None of it would work. I Not even
1: a, the double button
0: one? None of it. Huh. I even I held the power button for like a whole solid minute Damn. and it wouldn't work. And then I hit it a couple more times. It didn't work. I had to just unplug it to uh, get it to reboot. That sucks.
1: Um, Madden is still Madden. I don't have much to add, but it, I did play it. Um, Pixel Junk Monsters too update came out on switch fuck yeah i played it it's good um us me zoom out it uh lets me check the statuses of all my towers which is
0: the probably the most crucial thing
1: yeah that's key because that's strategy like you need to know where your weakest and strongest stuff is and how at simple at is plans. it you just
0: click the stick in and you
1: can see where you're at still better list. in the first game still better in the first game because they had more visible flags yeah, and sure. meters and these ones have like dials and I'm just like, eh. I also yeah. don't like the fact that when I'm dancing, it um, it does music over the track, because I don't need that. <clears yeah, <clears <throat> there's a visual cue, and I wish I could turn that off, but I can't. There's no option to. Oh, well, maybe um, they'll
0: patch that in and fix it some more. Yeah, hopefully, uh, one would hope. I but, mean, the, to to their credit though, they did take all of the criticism and like completely fixed a ton of shit that was made it suck. The majority of it. I mean, yeah. like,
1: there's still like stuff about it that I'm like, eh, like it. it, it the levels some of them are too big like but i just not
0: being able to zoom out at all was like a crippling problem
1: yeah well yeah i mean yeah the the most critical ones are fixed um it's good though uh i'm like four areas into it now maybe five uh on the map so like i've played a so decent you're like 20 ship. 20 missions in or whatever something. somewhere around there okay. yeah um and uh so you're probably further than i am actually yeah, it's cool. Uh, I did play a little co op uh, with Bianca, and then I was just breezing, like because I could call out for like where for her to just dance and shit, and then I was just building everything and stuff. It is nice in in co op um, to f- so it seemed too easy, but I played a ton of this game, so then I couldn't right. tell. I was like, "Am I just really good at this?" Or well, is this like-
0: well, what it really is when you have co op is a mission that might take you four tries. Will take you two tries because you have somebody else leveling your towers for you.
1: Basically, I you don't know? think. Yeah, we even had one that took more than one try. Oh, um, oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. It definitely is easier in co-op because even that spider one that I was talking about with you the other day, mm-hmm. it that took me like four tries. Okay. Because at, every time at the last round, I would lose some, and uh, it basically came down to, um which ta- which uh of my towers i was leveling at which time mm-hmm. which uh gave me more cognizance of like uh how the damage percentages go into um the different spider classes i guess
1: yeah yeah the game is fucking cool though i still like it a lot um yeah i mean some of the shit is just like it's i, I don't like um even if it's the, the slowness if, of how he gets up, like it's little things. It's a bunch of nitpicks. But even like,
0: if it's worse than the first game, the first game is an incredible, like ten out of ten kind yeah, of game. But so. like
1: in the first game when you ran into a monster, like you dropped all your shit and then you were blinking. And then you had to brief like invincibility frames and then you could collect your shit. And it's just like it's harder to see the coins on the map. It's harder to see the gems on the map, and yeah. then there's like a little off screen like indicator of it. But then it's also it's just like it's like is it worth my time to run to this fucking giant ass other corner? of not this Not even huge that. Map? It's just like you don't. They're just not clearly visible. Yeah. Like I would just like if they had like a glint to them. It's like put some visual like cue on that. Like I don't. But like just high, they just blend in too well. Like everything looks like for for me at kind the of end,
0: oily. At, at the end of the day, though, it's like more of a game I love. You know, yeah. With, with some flaws for I sure. I just have it, I just
1: have some nitpicks for it. Like oh, definitely. You know, I I just
0: uh. I think overall, though, I'm just really glad that it even fucking exists. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, people, you know, a ton of money went into, and people's lives went into fucking making a sequel to a a dumbass tower defense
1: game. had some issues starting the the co-op for some dumb reason. There was a bunch of really dumb... Like, it it basically doesn't explain to you at all, like, the, uh... Like, it, it... Gets you very easy into the online stuff, and no one was playing it online oh, on Switch. Yeah, nobody's playing so, it online. Yeah, sure. so. Um, but like, just to you do could to, like. play
0: co op online?
1: Yeah. I might have to look into that. Maybe. But just playing people. like local co op was like. like I turned on the one controller, and then I was like, oh, I have to back out to fix the fucking controller order on Switch. Because it just registered with like one Joy Con, <clears throat> and then the other as a third player. I had and then like con- nothing popped up in game. And then I like had to back out to the main menu and then fix controller layout and then fucking go in and then like... I had to do it like two or three times before. It was just like, hey, player two, press a button. And I'm like, why didn't that happen the first time I tried I, this I shit? had
0: I had once or twice on PC. I use uh, an Xbox One controller mm-hmm. and I had a once or twice where I'd boot the game up and the controller wouldn't work. I, I just thought it was stupid that.
1: because like the first game was just like... One player mode, two player mode. Like, why couldn't you have that here? I don't, I don't understand the point. Like, there's, there's just no on-screen anything, like other than that that it mentions in like the menus that like you can play local. It's like there's no on-screen anything. They also that tell it. you absolutely nothing about mechanics that are new to the game. Oh, and here's another dumb thing. Um, when we did play co-op, uh, she couldn't customize her character. Oh, really? It's
0: just for the single player.
1: Uh, so why, player why, why even have it? Well, that, that was,
0: you're actually segueing into my next really big critique with the game, mm-hmm. w- which is so they added customizable shells and masks mm-hmm. for you, uh, which would be cool in theory if like, you know, maybe this shell gives you 10% faster movement speed or this one lets you dance a little better on towers. So the towers upgrade 10% faster, but you're 5% slower, or like trade-offs, you know, mm-hmm. but they're all purely cosmetic and... If you bought the game when it first came out, I think, or maybe, I don't know what the stipulation is, I have all the gold tier stuff unlocked, which looks the best anyway, so that's just what I'm wearing. And there's no incentive for me to even want to unlock any of the other stuff. Or even if I did unlock it, there's no incentive to wear it because it all looks worse than the stuff I already have. Um, So I, I feel like they missed a huge opportunity there with having uh, trade-offs between, like, movement speed, tower leveling, and or maybe even power level of towers and stuff. Or, or what if you had one that, like, made you pretty slow and made you level towers slow, but you could get towers, like, another level up above the max or something. Like... There could be a lot mm. of cool interplay with it.
1: There could be. I'm kind of glad there isn't, but like at the same time like the system they have like doesn't do anything like other than like maybe they could have had like five masks and five shells total and that would have been fun. But there's like but there's, f- there's like, like 15 of there's each. There's like five of each one that are just different colors and they don't like it's just like there's uh, no what's po- the important There's of no this? there's yeah. no point to it especially cuz um I just make him look like he looks in the first game anyway.
0: <laughs> right. Well, especially cuz you're you're so far zoomed out that you can barely see your character anyway most of the time. And and the, the other thing is they added the over-the-camera shoulder. On um, what fucking planet would you ever use an over-the-camera... You mean over-the-shoulder? Over-the-camera oh, shoulder. Yeah, shoulder? <laughs> yeah I had a little mix up there. <laughs> On what planet would you ever use an over-the-shoulder camera? I found camera one,
1: one useful instance for it when I was in this hall where there was no uh, trees for towers. And it was a long monster hallway, basically. I used it to dodge spiders. Okay. And jump over them. That's actually um, really cool. Yeah. So that that was like an instance where I was like fuck i can't even say oh yeah i can switch the camera
0: maybe right. if they would do more stuff like that to make it useful it, yeah, it, seems, it seems like a giant novelty and unnecessary i think
1: their idea for what they wanted to do with that game and what people wanted from that game were two different things yeah. and so like that makes the whole like not zooming in or zooming out thing make sense because like oh there's cosmetics and we have this new angle and it's like yeah we don't want that shit um i feel like the th- gameplay's worse that way they were overly ambitious about it in a way where
0: none of what they wanted to do was executed good i don't really think it's the ambition i think it's just bad ideas yeah well i mean same thing you know, you know what all they needed to do was make pixel truck one with new levels and better graphics
1: i don't know there's a there's dlc it's like a danganronpa tie-in so maybe there's some cosmetic thing with that i don't know i don't play Dangan Ronpa, so i don't
0: i don't know um I really like it, though. No, it's it's, it, it's cool. It's, it's great. Cool. It's more of what I love. Um, I love that original game. But uh, I feel like if they were to maybe make a third one, that I think that this one has been a huge learning experience for yeah, them and what that their audience The original
1: one is like a 9.8 out of 10 for me. And this one's like and an this 8.5 one's like, yeah, or like something.
0: A, like eight a 8.5, yeah. But s-
1: still still really... Like, still a good
0: game. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, I'll... I'll and st- that's after the patch. Like before the patch, it was not that
0: good. It's still the kind of game where... Uh, I think I was, like, waiting on a download of something else.
1: Also, the loading times in that game are fucked on, on Switch. Oh, uh, they're fine on PC. I oh, know, dude, no they're posture. long as shit. I don't know what the, the fuck is going they're on. Most,
0: they're, like, instant on PC. So oh,
1: yeah, uh, that was actually the biggest thing. Because, like, me and Bianca were playing. She was like, well, this is taking a really long time. So I was like, yeah, fucking no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, um, what else have you been playing? Because, Mike, you, you haven't played anything.
2: I literally, yeah, haven't played anything other than mm. Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man.
1: Uh, Matt, what else you got? Well, that uh, Destiny
0: Forsaken came out.
1: Mm. So, i uh,
0: if you've been a long-time listener, you might know that I love Destiny 2 quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But in vanilla Destiny 2, once you kind of finish the raid and get your power level up... Did you do the raid? I can't remember. Yeah, I did the raid. Yeah, you did. Um, you mostly... I mean, you could do the raid... Over and over again, to get better gear, and so mm-hmm. you know I mean, who cares, yeah, well, uh, especially when you know the rate requires you to have four hours of your time with six other people or whatever the fuck um once is enough for me in a game like that, but uh, I bought the season pass and was disappointed in the first offering from that, so I never really played the other ones. Until right before Forsaken was going to come out, um, I I heard a bunch of hype kind of coming my way. So, I booted it up and started playing the... I finished the first DLC and started playing the second one. And then um, Forsaken launched and I said, what the hey? I'll give it a go.
1: Hmm. And I did you get the $40 tier of this multi-tiered DLC?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I did. Um, so... That's I, weird. So, I've spent I about just want to acknowledge that it's weird that they have an expansion with multiple price tiers.
0: Wait, what are the price tiers? I'm not even of uh, those. I'll,
1: I'll pull them up in the background while you're talking.
0: Y- yes. So, I've spent $140 on Destiny 2, which is fine because... Is uh, you playing uh, it for another year? I'm playing it for another year, and I've spent more money on stupider stuff than this. Um, and it's something I, I like. And I think the story missions, from what I've played so far seem really good and all of the adjustments they've made some pretty huge adjustments like um shotguns and sniper rifles are no longer
1: power weapons so you can have them as your secondaries so what like are the power weapons just like rocket launchers and grenade launchers, grenade
0: launchers and uh, swords swords yeah. yeah and then uh and then what those laser but, things but yeah and yeah um uh, fusion rifles yeah but it's it's nice because before when shotguns and sniper rifles were power weapons, it's like, well, I'm never going to use a shotgun or a sniper rifle because why would I not want a grenade launcher, or, you, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. for my heavy. Um, so now I'll actually find myself using shotguns and sniper rifles, which were just completely off the table for me as a mostly PVE player. Um, so that's cool. And I feel like they adjusted some... Power levels of of weapons accordingly with that. And um, they added a whole new multiplayer mode, the Gambit mode. Uh, Do you guys know anything about this? No. Uh,
1: I briefly saw something because I was looking at reviews uh, for this. But uh, you can go ahead and explain it. Isn't it like P um, versus like P versus how do they fucking so, c- so you throw
2: charged playing cards at enemies so so, so yeah, that's you're in the
1: bayou
0: is, uh, <laughs> so what it is is uh <laughs> it's two teams of eight right so you or i think it's eight you, so you have your team of eight and then another
1: team. maybe it's six. i think it's eight hang on i'm just sorting through thirty thousand rocks. Rock ma- oh DLCs. my god I'm,
2: I'm watching you with fucking a <laughs> gog here jesus at christ they're still oh now up. you've
0: well so i i'm gonna um
2: yeah for John
0: i'm gonna pontificate about this uh gambit mode yeah um it's yes. it's i think it's two teams of eight um and it's it's like both teams so you're not on the same map it's like you're both uh, in a parallel universe of the same map kind of thing
2: so you're on the same map but not with each other right okay
0: um so hmm. so what it'll be is it'll be like. Uh, defend this zone of the map. And th- the maps are, they're not huge. They're small. You know? Sure. Like, you can basically see everything on the map from, like, your spotting location. Um, so it'd be like, defend the north point, defend the west point, and they'll, that'll be where enemies are. And when you kill the enemies, you'll go over to them and you can pick up, um, I forget what they're called, but, like, they're tokens, basically, from enemies you kill. And then you have to take them back to a central hub where you can, bank them at but where things come into play is there's once you've banked enough of them there's a portal behind your bank and you can go invade the other team's world so once you bank enough enemy kills you can invade the other team's world and try to kill them and then I've only played this a few times because I'm still finishing the story and trying to get like sweet guns before I play more multiplayer stuff. Um, but the, the goal of it is you get like a kind of like a boss that's around your bank by the end of it and whichever team defeats the boss first wins. But like if I think like if if somebody comes from the other team into your world and like wipes your team, they can add health onto that boss and s- stuff like that or like if you bank enough points, you can bank points that will send a a blocker like a mini boss to the other team's bank to keep th- and they'll have to kill it before they can bank more points. kind of thing. It's, mm. It sounds confusing. It's hard to describe kind of too, but as if you played it, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that totally makes perfect sense." um but it, it's basically like a pve system where you're collecting things and then trying to bank them and the other team's doing the same thing but you can actively try to block each other by sending health to enemies that are blocking their bank and then you can also invade their game and fucking wipe their team so it's
2: almost the idea of like a um and this is gonna be like a little reductive but like the idea of like a puzzle fighter type thing where you're doing your own thing, yes, but yes. you can have interactions exactly. with the other player. Exactly.
0: Okay. And, you know, so so the goal is to get a certain amount of points so that you're, I forget what they call the boss, Um, has a word for it, but you get a certain amount of points to spawn the boss to kill to win sure. the fucking thing. And so whoever gets the most points first can do that and win, but like any time that you can invade them and wipe their team or kill people, you're keeping them from getting points. Okay. Yeah. So it has a lot of strategy to it um, with when you invade and, and which only one person from the team can invade. So like, especially if you're on a fire team or something, you might want to coordinate with your friends. Like, Oh, I have such and such gun or I'm good at this. So like, I'm going to invade, um, you know, cause once you have enough of the currency in the bank that you can invade, you know only only one of you can go do it um so it's it's weird because it it's a competitive multiplayer based thing, but it's mostly p v e but you're still like through that, like fucking over other people, yeah, you're still competing and you could totally go in and wreck people too um but it feels really nice to bank up a bunch of points and then get the portal open and then go into the other team's world and fucking team kill them and you get something special happens in your team I've only played it a few times but so I, I want to finish the Forsaken the, the story missions before I f- um, fuck with the multiplayer bunch because everybody has better guns than me
1: okay basically um, so it looks like when I'm perusing this story here yeah what is it Destiny 2 Forsaken you get 12 different options I think, well, I think And, and some I, of them I are bundles with the game and the previous expansion. Some I, of them have this Cade's exotic stash and a Woken Legends set in it, and then some of these have annual pass. But what I don't understand is there's like five different versions of this annual pass thing.
0: Well, well I think what the issue is, so the the Forsaken Cade's shit or whatever is all just like... Um, it's you digital. Pay, you can pay more goodies. for weapons and goodies and stuff. But I think... Uh so you have to ha- own both of the previous Destiny DLCs in order to buy Forsaken or uh to buy Forsaken for $40 standalone or you could buy Forsaken with the two DLCs wow. for so like 60. So they wall it
1: off if you don't even have the fucking previous shit. You you have
0: to have the I mean they, they did the That's same fucked. thing. They did the same thing in Destiny 1 with the Taken King though.
1: It's the same. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, they did the entire same it's, thing it's, with it's, Destiny 1 and that they're doing with Destiny 2 the where they put out business model. two poop DLCs and then fucking put out an actual yeah. good one that people sure, want.
0: Sure, definitely. Um, but this one that people want uh, seems to have, for me at least, fixed a lot of things that I didn't like about Destiny 2 and added, um, you know, at least 100 hours worth of content for me personally that I will... You know, I I don't have extensive impressions because Spider Man came out four days after Destiny Forsaken launched. Mm-hmm. So I played Destiny Forsaken for a couple of days and then I fucking got balls deep in Spider Man. So
1: I mean, it looks good. What I've seen of it looks good. Um, <clears throat> I'm probably never gonna play it though. That's on, that's the other part. It's just I mean, like I. I well, the, the other good thing and they did this
0: in Destiny One when the Taken King came out too mm-hmm. is uh, when you buy Forsaken, there's a booster. So you can boost your character to the power level. Um, I think they'll boost you to like three hundred and ten or something, mm-hmm. which is where you or three thirty, where which is where you need to be at to do the new DLC.
1: Is that where you need to be at to do the previous raid, too? Like, the, if I like, get to like, three thirty, am I going to be able to do the the original raid in the game? You'll like, be no you'll problem be,
0: you'll be overpowered as fuck for that. For okay, well series. that that's cool. Like the, um. The original raid, I think, is like in the power levels of like the one eighties or something. So, oh, okay, yeah. Um, if you so if you buy forsaken, it gives you one booster token that you can use on whatever character you want, as long as you're below three hundred. I think mm. you can boost yourself uh to the cur- like three thirty or whatever the the current thing is to start because the new power level cap is like 580 50 or, or some shit yeah, yeah it's like uh, maybe 600
1: i don't know i mean the gear looks cool like the game is still like the game that like i i liked destiny 2 i didn't love it you know so like it's it's doesn't look bad but i mean it's just like a shame that this wasn't the first dlc
0: yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You if, know, if this was the first DLC, then this would the be, all player this would be a player base would never have fallen off. This like, would be a legendary game that people talk about for generations. It's a shame that like this DLC.
1: wasn't the first DLC, and then that like another good DLC like this or the Taken King wasn't coming out at this time. And then this game would still be rolling in it. But like they yeah. they put out two poopy things because they knew people were gonna get the like original pass no matter what, and then they fucking. Then they put this one out. it's just like, God damn it. Couldn't you have just fucking put this one out? Right. And they added like raid layers for the other DLCs. And
0: I I can't even tell you what a raid layer is. Mm. I imagine that it's just like, actually I don't even want to speak on it I have no idea what the raid layers are because that all sounded really lame to me something it's obscure like, in Destiny it's like oh it's not a new raid but it's like new parts to a raid like it was like okay well I'm not gonna fucking block out four hours on a weekend night to team up with strangers from discord to fucking do a
1: raid lair. are you gonna tell me that Destiny 2 does not clearly outline what's going on inside of it?
0: oh actually uh, weird right the, the thing the other thing about it is if you're a newcomer uh, this new DLC m- makes so Destiny 2 is already really convoluted and hard to understand, unless yeah. you play like 50 hours of it. But buckle your seatbelt if you want to get this one because it adds more really confusing shit that even I'm like, w- wait, w- like, so, like, you know how infusing weapons works and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it used to just take shards. Uh, legendary shards which you get from breaking down legendary weapons and stuff yeah but now there's like these masterwork cores and uh great and planetary resource planetary resources are also involved in it which were mostly useless before yeah why not um and now you need these uh masterwork cores because weapon perks are also randomly rolled too. And the way you upgrade things is different. But basically, if you want to infuse your stuff, it used to be like a trivial, not trivial, but like maybe an Simple hour process. worth of work to get enough stuff to like infuse all your gear to like level your stuff up. But now it's like a fucking writing a doctoral thesis to like fucking, yeah. I hate when work to, to do that. Same thing. I hate when games give me
2: like fucking inventory anxiety. Oh! Like oh don't play this game. John. Yeah, that's uh, game. because dude, that was near all. Th- like it would just be like this is had, that times a million. Found, you found a broken filament. I'm like, am I gonna? Like, I need this filament. I I didn't sell anything in near ever unless it said, this is good for selling. And then at the end of the game, I had stacks and stacks of trash that I didn't need and never used. And I was just like,
1: what do I need to keep? What do I need to have? What do I need to sell? I mean, Destiny's fun. It's just like, it feels like the game wants it to be the only game that you play. And I just, it'll never be that game for it, me.
0: It's, yo, yeah. It, it's definitely like... A part-time job that you have. It if, definitely, if, yeah. If you, if you
2: want to speaking that old if like, if you
0: if you want to be top tier and definitely,
2: but that old cliche of like not respecting it's not your even top
1: tier. If it's if you just want to keep up with it,
0: well, no, that's not true because uh, I kind of just vaguely have been playing it here and there because I've been playing Spider Man, and I know that if I just finish the story of the DLC. And then grind for maybe like ten hours or so. I could probably get myself up to the level cap. Okay, but if you said that
1: about like any other game, like that, if you just grind for ten hours, that's like a big ask.
0: Sure, but 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 if you if grinding for ten hours is something that makes you go, ugh then, like, Destiny is not for you in the first place. Yeah, that's...
1: The game is grind. I mean, Destiny is... It's like grinding and, like, farming things, basically. Like,
0: basically, the biggest draw of Destiny is grinding for the loot that you want, which is fine because the shooting feels so good that, like, if you already are into the game enough that that's what you... That you're like, I want this weapon with these perks and I want this gear. If, If that's a line of thought that you're already on then the grinding is fine for you. You know what I mean? You're not even going to get to like, oh, I want this weapon with these perks if well, you're not into it, you know?
1: Yeah, I still feel like they kind of squandered a lot of things y- that they could have done.
0: With yeah, game. but for um, anybody that played Destiny 2 to level cap or whatever and like liked it a lot...
1: They'll play this shit.
0: Yeah, I recommend it 100% yeah. because it's, it's that but even better.
1: Yeah. And they added a new class of weapons. You have bows now, which I
0: wonder if are they- sweet.
1: If they intentionally keep it a little rough the first go-round so that way they can improve it.
0: No, I think they mostly just don't know what the fuck they're doing or what their player base wants, similar to Pixel Junk, you
1: know? Uh, I don't know. They've been making these games for like four plus years. I I think they were
0: trying a bunch of new stuff and, you know, they're always trying to make more money and make it more appealing to people. So they ended up streamlining Destiny 2's endgame a lot to make it really easy to get what you wanted and The people that want to play it like it's their fucking second job got mad about that, but I think what they didn't realize was that that was the majority of their player base.
1: I just think that like it's there's no way there's no world in which it's coincidental that the first two DLCs for both games they put out are like totally underwhelming, and then this expensive third DLC is like. The one that everybody likes, like sure, but you know
0: the the audience that Destiny is making stuff for. I mean, they're paying it. See, yeah, yeah. it was, in my opinion. So, like, if you're on a percentage of how into it you are, if if you're less than like seventy five percent out of a hundred into it, none of it is for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're like at the like seventy five percent to like a hundred percent scale of like I love this, then. You're gonna put up with whatever dumb shit they do because when it is good, it's so good. You know, that's how act,
1: addicts talk. Yeah, exactly. It, it yeah. is. Um, <laughs>
0: it's. <laughs> It's very similar, but it's cool, and they've made. Yeah, a he, he can quit anytime he wants, Brian. <laughs> I don't even. I. I mean, I quit it for Spider-Man. For I, I'm just now getting back to it because
1: Spider-Man. I mean, you don't even have to justify it. It's. It's a good game. Like it's a good game. It's just like it's I'm just. I'm just mad at them for like doing the same. Like, oh, duped you into that first pass, didn't we? Like, and it's like. Dude, just put out good DLC. Like, you clearly I know how to make good games and good DLC. And then just, I f- like, just fart out a couple poops. And then fucking, oh,
0: here's a good one. Like I feel ripped off from that first season pass. Yeah. I thought it was bullshit. I think that I should have gotten forsaken for the price I paid for. But, I mean, here we are. And I, yeah. I, I fucking paid 40 more dollars. I, fuck they're it. Selling another pass. You know, I mean, what? uh I love this industry and I'll support this shit I like, I guess, you know? Well, I mean,
2: that's the thing. like if you're having fun playing for it, that's the whole point. Yeah, you know? so yeah, yeah I and, and I'm having a fucking fun, blast. A you
0: know, it's like, you know, people play a monthly sub for the past 12 years to play World of Warcraft, you know? Like, if they're not monthly subbing it because that price model doesn't work. Right. Anymore.
2: I mean, I pl- I've i paid...
0: But it's the same kind of idea, you know? Way so
2: more than $40 in my lifetime for MMOs over the course of... Mm. like I've paid probably right. uh, like several no, hundreds that's of dollars. That,
1: that part I don't even take issue with. If you're going to play it, you're going to play it. Yeah, same, don't
2: lead off with fucking... Th- weird diarrhea like the, like if you know how to make good shit make good shit but
1: bundled the shit in at launch to make you seem like you're getting a deal and it's like you're not getting a deal because that shit was crap at the
0: same time what they're offering though and, and what it is now is like um kind of scratches a lot of itches i mean you have single player story based missions you have uh all the adventures you can grind and like doing your milestones so, like it's all all kinds of single player shit you can do And then you can team up with people for strikes or nightfalls or whatever and do the raid or whatever. And then there's like three or four different PvP modes now too, which makes it a whole different thing. I mean, you have the Crucible, which is what it is. You have the Iron Banner, which just started back, which is like, it's like PvP, but you're... So in in Crucible, your power level doesn't really matter. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. all straight. But in the Iron Banner... Your power level affects it, so, and, and what guns you pick af- affects how effective you are, w- which makes it way more competitive, and they've added Gambit now, too. So it's, it's like two games in one, you know? You have, like, four different PvP modes that are all dependent on stuff that you can do in the Pv... It's it's a huge fucking intertwined mess of yeah garbage piled on top of itself that somehow is
1: really rad, mm-hmm. you know? All I'm saying is I have two wrapped copies and they're worth about a dollar sixty five each.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, shit. You can't even, I, I don't even think you could play Destiny two in its current state with just the base game.
1: Well you can't play without P S plus and it's free with PS plus. So until it's not free and someone who like it's, got it's, out of prison who hasn't like free, been around its stores for like thirteen it, months. It's free that'll with, be your market.
0: It's free with PS plus, but I'm pretty sure that your um you're barred, walled off from a lot of the things that you would need to do public event-wise and milestone-wise in order
1: to get yourself over the different soft caps. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for GameStop to do one of those, hey, trade any four games in, and I'm going to be like, I got two copies of Destiny 2 for you. There you go. Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you
1: just have vanilla,
0: if you just have the <laughs> vanilla game all you can really do right now is just play through that campaign.
1: Yeah.
2: You're waiting for the 25 years from now when you're haggard in a post-apocalypse and the only currency is sealed destinies and you become a kingpin in this uh, in the Ohio area, because you have two sealed copies, the Bleakest of Lands. I'm just saying, it seems
0: really <laughs> good. also very. Realistic. It seems really great from what I've played, though, and I'm excited. That's good. Man. No, I, mean, I don't think anyone
1: is, is, is saying it's bad. Yeah, and no one's saying it's not even worth forty dollars. But Bungie has done some bullshit the past two years. But they, d- but they did the same thing as the first game. That's it, the but that's the part that like yeah, people should be reacting to that. More. They they fucked up a bunch, but at the end of the day. I really like
0: it and I'm going to give them my money cuz
1: it's, it's still sweet. Cuz they enjoy cuz they it. released the good shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the the, the, fun, the even the for the people who didn't get that, like if you were one of those people on the fence at launch who was like, "You know what? The, I'll wait and see on this DLC." And then you wanted this shit now, you couldn't pay $40 for it. No, you'd y- have to pay 60 bucks. You have to pay so 60, it's yeah. just like that's what's fucked. Yeah, that is fucked. You know. All right. But uh yeah, but, I talked enough about but that. But I feel
0: like they're mostly catering to people that have been along for the ride, I guess. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I needed
0: it well, okay. and and you know six months from now they'll offer the the whole fucking shebang for forty bucks, you know they, that's how they do yeah they're you know they have a business model, they're fucking ran by a publicly traded giant corporation, so um you know it's what it is it's shareholders and and whatnot.
1: do you guys have other games you've played? Yes, just one moment, okay I'll tell you what i've been playing.
0: what have you been playing' What's the final
1: game I've been playing to me shadow of the tomb raider oh fuck yeah um shadow of the tomb raider is pretty dope um it is more tomb raider it is maybe a l- like ever so slightly less polished than the last tomb raider it reminds me of
0: when arkham origins came out and it was like yes yeah, made by mm, different people
1: but it's the same fucking thing that's
0: disparaging it's n- it's like what not pe- even a lot of a lot of people love that game though and say it's the best one so
1: what who does that
0: i've seen a, a ton of people um uh comic fans and uh the things they do with the villains and stuff i I think a lot of people really love that game um years later because it's mostly it's arkham city but a little bit less polished with uh a better story i think i thought that game got shit on it It did initially initially i I think a lot of people have come around like how a lot of people hate uh, bioshock infinite now you know that game was critically lauded as the second coming of christ and now you know the majority of mindshare seems to be like it, it sucked um i still like bioshock infinite
1: yeah i still think it's probably stands uh like with the rest of the tomb raider games though um like probably sandwiched and it's hard to say because I'm only like a few hours into it, but I'd probably say its quality maybe slightly less than Rise of Tomb Raider, which was exceptional, it's also, but better than the first one. It's
0: also important to keep in mind that when that first game came out, it was the PS3 generation, 360 and stuff. Yeah. Games have actually came a long way since then as far as uh, gameplay usability, if like that the makes only- sense.
1: the only... The only ways in which I think it's less polished are like a s- subtle animations that don't look as good. Just like the, the budget's not there, yeah. When she shimmies up a like a rope that she cast out, um, like I noticed her legs barely moved and her arms are doing all of it and it was really quick and it was like, oh, that's good, but I felt like I never looked at any animations in Rise of Tomb Raider and thought that looked weird because they all looked great.
0: Well, they probably cut some corners because I'm, I, I, I'm assuming their budget is less since it's not the core team that made the game.
1: I don't know. I, I, I mean... Well, the
0: the as far as I understand it, that core team is working on that Marvel game, the um, Crystal Dynamics people. Mm. And so they pass that off to a newer team
1: yeah but it worked with well they passed it off to the people who made the deus ex games right and um then they worked with them too but it doesn't seem like like uh, that's what i'm saying is like i to like focus in on that aspect of the development of it like i don't think that's worth any time like it's just like it's really small things sure like there was one time where she's like waiting in the water and like two steps before she waded in the water, she started the animation for wading in the water. So it just looked like she was, like, pawing at the air for, like, like oh, literally, yeah. like, two seconds. So so th- And, like, that was just th- not something th- that... Things was that idea.
0: ten years ago we wouldn't even blink at.
1: Things that, like, three years ago, yeah, we wouldn't but, even...
0: But that have been uh, surpassed by <clears throat> these, like, fucking 300 million dollar AAA games. Yeah, know. but the
1: game looks exceptional. Like there it does not look like there's a game that has a bub- budget problem at all. So yeah. that's why I don't think so. Um so
0: well, I well, one sh- of the sure, things- but, but animation-wise like that's a huge section of uh but it's not like it's very small and
1: not common. That's right. Why. Sure,
0: but like tying up all those seams and animation transitions is a huge like part of like the final development stage. I don't know, man,
1: because like it could be like one patch away from being like totally unnoticeable. And, sure. Like, well, and yeah. obviously we're not game developers and we don't right. understand yeah, that's why it's kind of a lot to assume. Yeah. Um but regardless. Um I'm probably like two and a half hours into it. And I was about to really um like compliment the game for doing a thing where uh it gives you a lot of shit early. Uh whereas other games in previous Tomb Raider games even kinda like strip you of everything. Uh but then it turns out I was in a flash forward sequence.
0: Oh and then they stripped and,
1: you of all and your then, shit. and then they took it everything <laughs> all away. Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing- so I was like I was like earlier literally saying like, oh I can't wait to talk about this in the podcast earlier because they gave me a full weapon wheel of guns and shit and then it was just like it's gone.
0: Um, you, you, <laughs> bye should, bye. you should have known. They do the they do the fake out first hour. You have everything in lots of games.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't thinking that far ahead, but uh, there ba- is. It's
0: basically the Super Metroid thing, right? Where, or even Met- Metroid Prime, and all where you have everything for the intro, and then like something happens, and your suit gets damaged, and then you have to fucking.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's still stuff that they do give you that um, the other games didn't like. You get the rope arrow thing, like, right away. So, like, that's useful. Um, But I don't know. Um, Yeah, there was, like, other than the, like, two animations, there was, like, I fought some jaguars. And, like, it was almost like, like a jaguar boss fight. And it just seemed like, oh, this is a little sloppy. Like, you know. That that second game was, like, super, like, I was very, very impressed with Rise of the Tomb Raider, except for when it came to audio logs. And this game has the option to, like, anytime you pick up or interact with anything, you don't have to interact with any of it. But if you want to, you're one button press away from it instantly popping up on the menu, and even, and then she reads it off. And even if you ignore the prompt, like and do it like a split second later, it'll pop right up and do it. So you don't even have to go into a menu and like find the thing and be like, "Oh fuck, I didn't want to let's do it." Like a split second after the thing goes off screen, like I hit it early and I was like, "Ah, damn it!" And then it, she, it popped up and she read it and I was like, "Ah, yes, well done." Um, but I got to like the first like open dense area um, after they strip your gear off, and then I fucking got it back. Um, and it's it's good fucking game. Like I I really like it. It's more of Tomb Raider. Like, I don't know if this is going to, and from the reviews, I, I take it that it doesn't change the formula that much. Um, but there's like a very, like, open fucking landscape that I was in of the jungle, and there was a crypt, and then there was also a challenge tomb nearby, and I just got all my shit, so I didn't, uh, do the challenge tomb. But the crypt thing was cool. It was just like this, like, other puzzle area where you go and find, but, you know, shit, right. whatever. There, there's a lot of, um, things you use for crafting materials. Um also because I had played the previous game uh on Xbox, I unlocked a bunch of outfits. And some of them were ones she wore in Rise of the Tomb Raider, which makes sense. But one of them was like a throwback to like the older Tomb Raider games, and when I hit it it kind of seemed like her face changed cuz she didn't look like modern Tomb Raider as much. She looked kind of like a graphics up older Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. And I was like trying to use it for a minute but I was like this doesn't even look like the same character now. And oh, I was that's like, weird. Y- yeah. And I think it was actually because I kept like switching back and forth, like trying to spot the difference. I, and I think it's like mostly like hair and makeup on the character. But the way like it's shaded and stuff, it makes her face structure look different. And just I like, I kept wanting to use it, but then being like, it's no, kinda, this, doesn't, it's like this doesn't look right. Yet. Yeah. And I don't know if it carries over to cutscenes because I just kept fiddling around and checking out the outfits. Um, but if it does, if that that's weird, you know, to have like, because obviously in like fucking Spider Man, it makes sense that he's wearing like suits and shit. When it's a human's face, and it's the character right. and the shit, and it just looks off enough, like that was um, it'd be pretty jarring if she showed up in the cutscene. That was me
2: with, out. and obviously this is a different game, I have to go back, but like with Spider Man with that the the comics or like animation animated suit. Uh-huh. Do You remember that one? Yeah, I was like, I. It was like oh, I get I'm, it's kitschy and I understand it, but also like I couldn't deal with it. I was just like it was just too weird. just like, uh, with the rest of the I, world.
0: I, I like the cell shaded suit in Spider Man because it makes me appreciate how good the graphics are. Because wearing that cartoon suit it gives it like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit or like Space Jam vibe, where it's like cartoons interacting with the real world, and, and yeah, in a way I where, where it's like as you're swinging around as cartoon Spider Man, it's like holy shit. You Sometimes you get so used to how good the graphics are in video games now. Yeah. Um. And when you have something like that that puts a cartoon in that world, it's like, oh, yeah, this game really does, from a lighting standpoint, like, basically look like the real world. W- which is, like, you don't really realize it so much when you're just playing the fucking game. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you add a cartoon character juxtaposed against it, it's like... Oh, yeah, I mean, if you would have showed my 10-year-old self this game, I probably would have, like, gone out back and shot myself in the face, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Speaking on, actually, some of the visual stuff in Tomb Raider, they did have a sequence um, similar to what they did in the other games where you're kind of, like, running, but, like, you're basically floating through, like, a tsunami that crashes into where you're at. And uh, that was, like, pretty neat, visually impressive. I think this game is going to have a more grim tone to it. That seems to be what it is. But I am playing, and I talked about this uh, last week, on the hard that doesn't give you any babysat, like the Survival Instincts mode where you get the like the video game vision where like, shit gets highlighted and stuff. Detective completely Batman off. mode? Yeah, it, it, it does nothing at this point in time, which is weird, too, because I started the skill tree, and there's some stuff that like says it does things for Survival Instincts. So I don't know if I unlock that skill, if I'm going to waste a point or if I am... It will actually or if it's give you something to, to do. Yeah, give me something in Survival Instincts. Um, but uh, what I really liked about it is they also let you contextualize the fucking... Um, the, uh, like, NPC dialogue to speak in their native languages, if you want them to. And then, so I have, like, subtitles so I can still see what they're saying, but it just feels like, oh, like, I'm in this... I'm in fucking Mexico. Like, But, but everyone should speak in Spanish. But
0: Lara's still speaking in English to them?
1: Well, she's not really speaking to them that often, I don't okay. think. Like Like, you don't interact with that many characters in there. Like, you interact with your your buddy, and that's, like, kind of it. Like, I mean, you do here and there, but, yeah, not, not a whole lot. Um, so, and then, and like, half the game, you're in the fucking jungle hunting guys anyways, but it's, like, the language that they're using. Yeah. So, um, it's cool though, it's fun. It's still got the same like stealth action, you know, shit hits a fan and then everyone shooting at you stuff. Um and there's a lot of fucking collectibles and everything and I could go very slowly through the game um and get a bunch of that shit and get the tombs or you could just beat the fucking thing and move on to the or next I could game. do that. Um but I think with the current like amount of games that I'm are out and I'm interested in, like I'm probably going to take my time and also like I kind of did the thing where in the first game I did every tomb and then in the second game I skipped a lot of them. And so I was like, "Uh, I think I'll do like a lot of the tombs that I come across in this game because they tend to be good.
0: I remember getting mad in the first game. I played it on PS4 and I was trying to hundred percent it because it didn't have a lot of optional tombs, but the ones that it did have were good. Mm -hmm. But then I got to a point where it glitched out my quests or something and then, like, one of them just, like, would not show up. Mm. I, I remember being, like, really pissed off about it. Yeah, and, I didn't. And then I just stopped. Because it was, like, end game for me. And I yeah. just was like, well, I, I guess if this is glitched, I'm, I'm not going to play the whole fucking game again.
1: Yeah, the one thing about Rises, it was super fucking long. So, like, that was the opposite feeling. Where in that game, it's like, by the time I was done with it, I was like, uh, yeah, right, play more of this game. Yeah. Um, but, like, I this one... Same this one i don't know i'm kind of into it right now so i'll see where what happens after i you know put another chunk of hours into it and see where that goes but uh it's good that's basically all i have to report at the time being it's I'm a good game i'm excited to play that game yeah um also like like some of the ways the dialogue goes is there's like a little more inner conflict to her like she's more like it's less about like, the first game and second game were kind of about, like, her past and her family and shit like that, and then this one seems to be, like, more focused on, like, what she's actually doing and, like, her purpose and stuff. Kind of in like the present. Yeah. And yeah. so, I like that. Um But, yeah. Uh You got anything else, my I started playing
0: Bloodborne again today. Hmm. So, I... I Did got you start to- fresh? No. Um because I don't want to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I think I'm like 18 hours into that game.
1: And I think we've had an argument on this podcast before about uh, why this would not be a good game to start fresh. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: and and, uh, at the same time, it might be a game where it would make sense to start a new character and play like maybe the first two hours or something just because
1: uh, you'd be really bad at it if you...
0: I still don't think so. but So I haven't done
1: that. I uh, can mop up the guys in the first area with I, your powerful s- so guy. So
0: what happened for me is the game... Um, so I guess the Bloodstarved Beast is an optional boss... Technically, yeah.
1: Technically? Yeah, dude, e- trying to suss out the, like, through line, the linear, like, line so in the game, and the optional shit is, like,
0: that, That's the biggest problem that I have with this game, because people, I mean, you'll hear people say this game is the fucking next coming of Jesus, you know, as far as games go.
1: Well, the one thing I will say is that everything in it is cool, so it doesn't really matter if it's it, optional or it, not to it, me. It is really rad,
0: but it gets obtuse in ways that make me not play it occasionally like uh so it's been almost two years since i've picked up where i'm at right now mm-hmm. because i got to a part in the game that is like fucking confusing for it seems like for no reason to me especially now that i've just progressed past that point um so after you beat the blood starved beast you're in the cathedral ward and uh Basically, your options are, I think you can go to the Hunter's Dream and for like 10,000 souls or something, you can buy something that unlocks the gate to Vicar Amelia. Or once you beat, well, I guess that's if you don't beat the Bloodstarved Beast, because if you beat the Bloodstarved Beast, it opens up that doorway in the Cathedral Ward that lets you get to the other side of the gate where vicar Amelia is at to mm-hmm. open it up um but even in saying th- it's just so convoluted and confusing because once you beat the bloodstarved beast these snatcher enemies start spawning yeah there and they're like these grim reapers with santa claus like sacks over yeah. their sides and if one kills you, which it's going to happen because everything can kill you in that fucking game. Mm -hmm. And then it transports you to a part that's like way later in the game. They kidnap you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that's where I've been at for two years. And then every time I boot the game up, I'm like, why am I here? Why is this so fucking hard? Where do I go? I don't know. And I just die over and over again. And like, well, I guess I'll turn this game off. Um, So I, I looked up, on the internet what to do mm-hmm. which was hard in and of itself because the area you're in is a later area of the game and then even if you're like well, what do i do here like there's like seven different advice pieces you could take which is like well oh, you could grind that area for this or you could do this or there's a boss there you could fight and then this part this that area of the game actually gets locked off later on once you beat the spider so like you need it's mm-hmm. so fucking up its own ass in how convoluted it is that like turns me off of the game um so that's where i've been at for two years now but i looked up today i'm like yeah how do i just get because i I was on a track where like i knew where what i was doing in the game and where i was kind of going and that completely threw me off and made me so confused that like i just played something else um so i I waited through Google searches today for about 15 minutes to try to figure out exactly what the fuck information I needed, which was, so I'm in, I was in the, like the prison cell or whatever. And mm-hmm. You have to like, like, Oh, just sprint all the way up the stairs. There's a lantern up there and you can just go back to where you were. Yep. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Cause, uh, yeah, like run away everything else is like way over your level and mm-hmm. i don't even know why yeah, there's f- no point you d- sh- I, but the game doesn't tell you any of that and there's no it's fucking stupid the game ain't gonna tell you shit no um and i don't like that uh so uh, obviously because i didn't play it for two years after i that happened to me so i sprinted up the stairs hit that lantern got back to where i was and then uh turns out, even when you're back not in the weird convoluted game world thing that doesn't tell you what to do, it still doesn't tell you what to do uh I mean it never really did, but it's even more confusing because so you know you have to get through that gate um and you can go th- so- so once you beat the blood Star of beast, that other door opens up in the cathedral, and you go through there and there's this big tower and it seems like the only path is to go up the tower and you're like fighting these dudes. You can get to the top of the tower and there's a door that you can't open. And so I was like, what the fuck? So I had to look that up and it turns out if you, right when you get to the tower, you can like go around the side that you can't see and like jump down like a hidden way. Mm -hmm. Like that's the way you're supposed to go. And then once you get to there, it's like, there's a bunch of ledges you have to jump down from and i died like four times just trying to fucking do that Mm -hmm. safely and you get to the bottom of it and there's this like giant beast thing you have
1: to fucking all those games
0: have been like that though right sure um but i also have never finished any of them yeah uh so i i the
1: area that i'm in right now is an optional area and i don't know what to do because i I think the last time i played that game I beat the boss and then I got invaded twice and I won both of them and I felt like a fucking god and then I put the game down and then but I was like where the fuck do I go next and I still don't know because I'm like ultra late in that game like I'm probably not far away from beating that game yeah but I don't know where I where the fucking path picks back up yeah
0: I sometimes I feel like those games are made for people that like don't have jobs or are like children or teenagers where it's like oh yeah dummy obviously if you just spent 15 hours doing this you could it's like yeah like once it's like spend 15 hours figuring out what to do it's like i'm already playing another
1: game uh i mean that's also kind of how you described what you liked about destiny
0: yeah but i always know what to do in destiny whereas you could easily waste two hours in bloodborne just running around dying trying to figure out where you need to go And and then also wasting blood vials and shit and then end up at a boss and have no blood vials and then realize that you need to fucking grind for an hour to build up blood vials so you can beat the boss, you know. Regardless. I so I fucking Googled the shit out of it and was like, Oh, okay. So I go down here and then you get to it seems like you're an old yarnum or something and basically you can find a shortcut that gets you up past the gate to open it to get to Vicar Amelia. Mm-hmm. So I did all that. Did and, you fight her? And I fought her once and died and uh, that's where I turned it off for the day. Okay. But, but at least now I have some momentum going where I yeah. know what I need to do. Whereas if I hadn't Googled any of that, I probably would have never fucking played that so game. Did you again. beat the Blood Starved Beast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah I beat the Blood Starved Beast. But but up until so the whole game to the Blood Starved Beast I didn't really need to Google anything. Mm-hmm. I could kind of just play it, and and yeah, it's hard and convoluted, but you can figure it out. But I feel like once you beat the bloodstarved beast, it's like you have to, like if you really wanted to, like do it right or whatever, you'd have to spend like an hour reading facts.
1: Yeah, and shit. well, they, I mean. Just a lot of that shit in the very first game, you know. It seems so fucking stupid to and me. Same I'm thing with like Demon Souls and shit. Like that—that's kind of baked into the history of these games. And these history, like, and the games are good. So, like, to take it out on the fourth one, I think it's or the fifth one. No, Bloodborne was the fourth. Well, Dark I mean, 3, that's
0: a problem I've ha- have with all of those games, though.
1: Same thing. Even oh yeah, go, I'm go, not saying I'm not go, defending it. Go I'm back just to
0: the first one with Demon Souls, and it's like. It gives you a hub to choose levels from and you can choose each any level you want, but there's it's like Mega Man. There's a correct order to do them in, but then it's way more convoluted than Mega Man, whereas like each level has four parts to it, and you have to do like level one, 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 two, then you have to go to like four, one. Then you go to two one. Then you go to four two. Like And if you don't know that, but I'm just just saying, die over
1: and over. I'm just saying, like the not being friendly to the player thing is like baked into the core of these games. Like it's like that's And and I think if they were to do that, people would be like all of a sudden up in arms.
0: Well, well, yeah. And and people like that, but I don't like that. No, I don't either. Uh, I think it sucks. Uh, I think it's stupid. I think it's bad game design. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think that people are just uh, Stockholm syndrome about it being bad game design uh, because they're used to it because and people a little bit younger than us fucking grew up on it you know um but i i think we're just in the like age realm where it's like this is bad game design and i don't understand why
1: well that's why i've I've, like yeah i think like three weeks ago or last time you were here we were talking about how like fucking making every game like fucking dark souls when i was playing that dandara game and it's like well, you died you dropped all your currency there and it's like this game doesn't need that this game doesn't need that at all that's like, the same say, way i feel yeah. about
0: hollow knight is like they took the elements from the dark souls games that i hate the most like oh what if metroidvania had those elements it's like mm-hmm. it's like well what? i mean you know the core gameplay cycle of these games is like you get to a lantern And then you fight a little bit, you die. You fight a little bit more, get a little bit further, you die. And then, so you end up running the same stretch of it to the point where, like, once you find the boss, you're just sprinting past everything to get to the boss to do that over and over and over again before you can fucking beat the boss. Um, So I, I love everything about Bloodborne, like, aesthetically and the way it feels, and I like the combat and stuff, but the gameplay loop of, like, do the same part of it over and over and over again for an hour and then move on to the next part and do that part over and over and over again for an hour. Just, like, I don't know if, like, it's good.
1: Well, I think the thing is, like, especially when you break through and you don't have to repeat something is when it feels the best. To where you get, in like, to a land where you don't know where anything is or any traps are around, like, the corner and you successfully, like, d- like, don't die and have to repeat it again Like, or you, you play a boss, you beat him on the first try, like, that is, like, the achievement, and, like, people, like, playing the game that like it are, like, seeking that, basically. Yeah, I guess, (laughs) I don't know, so I got to
0: Vicar Amelia, and then it's like, okay, oh, I died on her, obviously, which, actually, I beat every boss in that game on the first try until I got to the bloodstarved Beast, but I died on uh vicar amelia because i haven't played the game in two years and it turns out the game's actually pretty hard Mm -hmm. um but but when you die so now every time i want to go try to fight that boss i have to just like try to sprint all the way up those stairs in the area which is going to cost me like three blood vials of healing because i'm going to take shots on the way up there it's like they I understand that they don't want you to respawn right at the boss cuz you could get through the game really fast but like I also don't want to spend 5 minutes fighting enemies every single time I die at a boss that I'm going to die 20 times to. So I don't I don't know what to do with it. I like, I want to play it cuz I like it but like it gets so tedious and repetitive.
1: Yeah. I mean that's kind of like that game is like a fucking a slog and a grind and it's like going to kick you in the fucking face every chance it gets. So, but like, I that's those games, man. I, I just, I don't
0: know. I don't know if I like it or if I, I, I'm going to play more of it now that I got past that dumbass hurdle I was on. I guess I don't understand why so many people are like, yeah, it's the best game of all time. Like, I just don't understand. I
1: think it's partially like that. Like A, the game is good. B, the game is like, like there's some like community involvement, and then there's like bragging rights to it, and it feels like when you beat a boss in Bloodborne, you've made a bigger achievement than when you beat a boss in another game, where it's just like another.
0: Yeah, but the the only reason that you thing. feel that way is because when you beat a boss in Bloodborne, you've already
1: you, pulled up with a bunch of bullshit. No,
0: well, yeah, kind of, but when you've beat a boss in Bloodborne. That just means that you don't have to keep repeating the same 10-minute chunks of gameplay that you've been doing for the past three hours anymore. So, like, your victory is just, like, not being frustrated anymore at a part that you're bored of. And then your reward is that you get to be frustrated at a new part that you'll get bored of.
1: I mean, it's challenging, too, though. Like, it's not, like, just... I don't. I wouldn't say I was bored through that game. Most of the time, I was, like, fucking, like... Waiting for something like shoot a drop, you know. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for, like, I, I'd say it's tension, so I wouldn't even say it's bored. The reason why I don't play Bloodborne a lot is because there's not that many two hour periods where I want to be fucking on the edge of my seat the entire time and not time. making any
0: progress. Well, but you do, like, but you could spend two hours playing that
1: game and not make any
0: progress, which is why That's I kind quit it in the first place.
1: All perception, though, because, like, if you If you see new parts to an area, even if you die and lose everything, you know the path and knowing the path is the progress in that game. Sure.
0: I just, uh, I don't see, I I personally feel like there's things that are really frustrating about that game where if you changed it, I would like it more.
1: Well, yeah, but then there is games that have tried to do that, like Lords of the Fallen, and it's just like, hey, it's easy Dark Souls, and like people don't really like it, so I don't know. Well, yeah, but Lords of the Fallen also has shitty combat, though, and like, I don't know, sh- I don't... shitty everything. I'm just saying, like people have tried to take, like people have tried to make it, and it just like, I'm just saying, like to latch on. if
0: if I could spawn like close to the boss instead of like, oh oh, you died at the boss how about you fight these mobs for 10 minutes and then try the boss again and die in 10 seconds. Like it just fucking sucks.
1: I think yeah, it sucks. but sucks. It's, it's what raises the stakes for that game too. So
0: yeah, but it makes it suck and not be fun to play at the same time. I just, I, I, maybe these games just aren't for me, man. Cause
1: I, I've never I've, finished I've one of them. I've thought that
0: several times. So, but I want, I, but I can see the things that people love about
1: them too. Well, and, and, like, most of the shit is cool, so it's just, like... It's just, like, <clears throat> I,
0: I don't feel like doing the same thing over and over again for three hours to, like, make, like, 5% progress in the game, you know? Which is what I feel like I do every time I try to play the fucking game. Yeah, I mean, that's... And it's not, like, it's not even... I, I, I like from hard, software. I like hard games, too. Like, it's just, like... It's boring to me to do the same section of the game over and over again and be punished because you can't beat the boss that you've never fought before. And it's like, you know, you'll fight for 10, 20 minutes, get to the boss. Boss is going to wipe you immediately, of course, because you haven't fought it before. And it's like, oh, you want to fight that boss again? Well, you better kill all these 100 enemies again uh, before you do that because uh we told you so and also you might die even trying to run back to the boss because uh the enemies guess what they can two shot you and um you know there's a oh and you're out of blood vials i guess you better uh teleport to a different part of the game and uh just mindlessly grind mobs until you have enough blood echoes so you can buy blood vials so that you can Fucking grind that 10 minute run back to the boss over and over again so you can fucking fight the boss and get another 10 seconds into the boss fight before you die again and have to do it all over. I just like, is there something that I'm missing where I'm No, so that's the
1: game, dude. Like, you know, the game? like, that's the criticisms for the game, and that's the game. Like, like. I think people either, like, really embrace and latch onto it or people kind of, like us, like all of us, just kind of, like, think, like, oh, well, I appreciate this aspect of it, but, like, also, uh, I got time for other games. And if, if you, just it, not really it feels like,
0: like they're artificially turning, like, a 15-hour game into a 50-hour game by just making you die over and over again. Uh, and, that's the game's and gimmick, though. That's, for no like, reason.
1: unfriendly, the game. And a lot of people really like that. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. We're just not those people. I love the vibe of it. I love the art.
0: I love the music. I love the story. I love how weird it is. I like the combat. I don't like the no checkpoints and, uh, yo, fuck you, uh, play another three hours to try the boss one more time. Like, it yeah. just fucking sucks. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I'll I'll probably give it another couple hours and if it doesn't click again, I might just fucking bail on that game for good.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's fair. All right. Are we uh, done recapping the games we have been playing?
2: I am. I don't know about you guys.
1: All right. As Austin Powers might say, that Bloodborne ain't your bag, baby. There we go. I, now, want,
0: I want it to be my <laughs> bag, though. I really like it.
1: Well, I think that's... I'm the, right there with you. That's the hardest. Th- like Honestly, I, I, I want to love it. I think we basically have the same experience. I
0: feel like game. the game actively is like, oh, you want to love me? <laughs> How about I piss in your mouth? <laughs> Try to love this game now. Like, yeah. yeah, the game shouldn't be like actively making me dislike it as I play it. Well,
2: yeah, I'll probably never play it again. I came to that real- realization at one point, like looking at it on my PlayStation i just don't like
1: i probably will it just takes some time I, I have enough shit to play that it's like honestly at any point where i'm like moderately inconvenienced i'm like ah, i'll play something else yeah but i do that with games like i bought games that i'm like interested in playing and then i played a little bit and i'm like well, i played an hour i don't know it didn't really interest me and then i bought another game and then i like totally I, forgot about i that just other one.
0: i always see like whenever there's something on reddit or whatever uh, or on forums of like What's one game you wish you could erase your memory of so you could experience it all over again? People are like, oh, man, I would give my left nut to be able to go fresh into Bloodborne. It's like, Yo, that's the one you pick? that game that just like fucking hits you in the mouth with like how obtuse it is and then intentionally confuses you and makes you not want to play it like that's the game that you wish like hey you man could play it and people be like yeah i'm starting my 12th uh, fresh run of bloodborne like yeah you played this shit 12 times dude hey, man. like
1: what the fuck donald trump's our president that is true, fortnite's bro. the biggest game in the world jesus christ people do stupid shit um <laughs> Can't argue with that. Uh, All right, let's talk about some of the news because there's actually substantial news for once in in quite a while. Uh, Let's go with first, Red Dead Online. So that's a thing. Red Dead Online is going to be coming November. The game comes out late October, so shortly thereafter, probably like GTA 5 Online. Is anyone surprised? You shouldn't
0: be. No, that's exactly what happened with GTA. It was a month between... um the game coming out and the online launching
1: and then much further away for heist to come out. Um, yeah. Like a fucking year, right? Yeah. Maybe two, but a year and a half or some shit. I was only like eight months after they said it would come out. So it's not too bad. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. They just more or less confirmed it. Um, that game's looking good though. I'm super psyched for it.
0: Yeah. It's going to be good. Everybody's going to love it. And, uh, but I mean, everybody loves Bloodborne too, so we'll see. If also, the other like
1: part it. of this uh, news item is that there is going to be a first-person mode in Red Dead, which sounds a little bit weird. Well, but not surprised at all because there's in GTA one in Remaster.
0: See it, I don't, and maybe it's just my personal stuff, but in GTA 5, the first-person mode gives me like severe motion sickness, and I can't I'm play it.
1: Not going to play this game in first-person. No. But there will be the option there.
0: I also think that the controls in GTA V's first-person mode are butt, poop, butt, mm. shit, butt, poop, and even beyond that. So I, I would occasionally use it just to explore the city because you can see more detail and stuff. Um, but uh, it gives me motion sickness because, I don't know, because it's like a – it sucks.
1: Okay. Um. Fair enough. That is the end of the Red Dead conversation. Uh, PlayStation did us a doozy. They did what Nintendo did. Sony does what Nintendo already done. Uh, they're coming out with a tiny PlayStation 1. Yeah. PS Classic. PlayStation Classic. Yeah. It won't get post launch games. It's $100. bucks. it has got 20 games in it. They've only revealed like four of them including um, f- like one fu- jumping flash. So you've got to think that the other Final games Fantasy they have seven.
0: are shit because they would want to hype you up with all the games they have. I
1: don't know. I mean, it doesn't come out until December. I mean, but that's two months from now. Um, well, it's not October yet. Um, it's basically October. I mean, we're getting there. It's dude. two months and eight days from now. Sure. It's early December too. Anyways, it's just a tiny tiny HDMI PlayStation with the USB-C AC adapter sold separately, not since the new Nintendo 3DS have we seen this hogwash. So fucking stupid. Um, oh they go with the original PS1 controllers, so we know one of those games won't be Ape Escape.
0: I guess they assume you have a TV with USB ports cuz you could just plug the USB port into your TV and power it that way.
1: But and the confirmed games are Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, uh, Ridge Racer, Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms.
0: Now, what's really going to be interesting is... So, Tekken 3, I don't know if you guys are aware, has had a lot of porting issues because you can unlock a character named Gan in that game, which is a comic book character in Japan. And so, the game has never been re-released uh, in HD stuff or whatever because of the licensing issues surrounding Gon. Um, even in, uh, I think it was Tekken 5, you can unlock all of the old Tekken games in it. And the, the Tekken 3 is the arcade version of Tekken 3 without most of the characters because uh, they don't have the licensing for Gone. So it I, I'm almost like 90% sure that the version of Tekken 3 will be the arcade version and not the PlayStation version of that game. Mm-hmm. Because I doubt that they'll... Work the licensing out to have gone, but maybe I'm wrong. I w- would hope I'm wrong because I would that, actually that's think the best that tech
1: game. Wrong, like we're so far removed from that actually happening, and this, like,
0: yeah. But think about all the dumbass reasons certain, like legit Super Nintendo games aren't on the SNES Classic was all because of licensing shit. Yeah, or or, or the reasons that you have to fucking. You can't download PlayStation One classics straight onto your Vita. You have to download it onto a PS3 and then transfer it to a Vita because of licensing issues. Oh, it's
1: not beyond Sony to fuck something up, or Nintendo to fuck something up, even in, in a more obtuse way. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see when they come out with more info. Basically, they but just announced it. They said it's twenty games. It's a hundred bucks for the is games. Kind of steep. Yeah, um, for, the, for the
0: games they have announced right now, like you can play. F- final fantasy 7 on like your fucking calculator fun fact i
1: have final fantasy 7 and wild arms already loaded on a vita so this thing offers me nothing at this point yeah i don't really want to play those other games
0: what games does it have
1: that i don't already own that i can't play on my vita or on a pc that's the thing is like it's going to be a hard ask for anyone who still has an operating ps3 or a vita and obviously Um,
0: ape escape isn't on it because the controller doesn't have analog sticks
1: yeah um which which would be i
0: might buy the fucking thing just to play fucking ape escape conveniently but that's out the window now so i don't know i think uh ape escape 2 is on the ps2 classics fuck ape escape 2 Hmm. ape escape 1 is awesome ape escape 2 is poop
1: wasn't ape escape 3 good though
0: I don't know. Ape Escape Two uh, had so much bad shit around it that I gave up. Ape Escape One is amazing
1: though. Still. Yeah, Ape Escape One is awesome. It still holds up. I remember that demo being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, what it, is it, this? It's
0: the controller? Oh my god! It still does things with analog stick control that
1: like games don't still have never
0: <laughs> really utilized it in the same way, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would be cool though if this provided a way for you to play like. Some rare PS One games, like, like Intelligence, Intelligence Cube. Cube and shit. Yeah. um so I don't know. I'm kind of in the wait and see for the game library. But I do I need it? No. Do I want it? Not really. Like we'll see. I, I
0: feel like even uh when the SNES Classic came out and it was like eighty dollars over the what the Nintendo Classic was like sixty or something fifty, mm-hmm. and then the SNES came out and it was eighty. It was like okay but it is really cute and it does allow me to easily play like final fantasy 3 with a snes controller like on my tv fine it's like a hundred fucking dollars like yeah you know, I, I could buy like four games that are on sale for a hundred dollars instead of buying this little mini playstation um with a bunch of games that i'm I mean, th- the same way all these classic systems well, are—is you play it for 20 minutes and you go, "That's cool," and then it sits on your fucking shelf.
1: The only th- yeah, the only thing I kind of like about this is that if they end up doing an n 64 classic, that it'll be timed with the PlayStation One classic, and it'll be like that console generation that happened in our childhood is happening again. Um, Dude, the best thing about an N64
0: classic would be that Nintendo would be making new N64 controllers controllers, because all the ones that exist have busted joysticks Yeah, because they're shitty crap controllers.
1: But you can rest assured that Xbox will never do this because you can play original Xbox games on the Xbox One. I did like that uh, little quip that the Xbox
0: put out on Twitter is like, play 500 plus uh xbox games from past generations
1: for free right now yeah which is dumb because it's not free you have to own those games or buy them but but you also don't have to buy a hundred dollar box yeah i got their cheap shot but they could have worded it better yeah. i was like i saw a, f- a thread of just people like nipping like how's it free well it's free if you own it. and it's like well then it's not free well it's free if you have the. and it's like yeah I th- all right guys do we really need to go back and forth on this like 700 times? Um, but yeah, I digress. I guess uh, the mini console thing is good. You know what? The only way I continue to like this trend is if this extends to handhelds. Because if they make like Game Boys and PSPs again, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, Dude, I don't even give a fuck. Like the PS1 is like, it looks cool and it's appealing in that sense, but like no holds barred if they come out with a game boy classic and then even if they do a game boy color classic i'm in on both like i'm in just fucking if they have a psp classic i'm in don't even care it would just be nice to own i want it i don't think it's gonna happen but i no neither do i i i would be in for the game
0: not for the psp ones because maybe the game boy one though the game boy one yeah i would uh for a smaller gray brick Game Boy that's, like, pocket-sized, I would totally buy that. Yeah. with It's that, like, you could preload games on it or whatever, that's fine. Um, as long as it's easily hackable because I'm sure Nintendo would be like, uh, yeah, it comes with uh, three games and you can't buy more because fuck money. We don't want that. No, and, dude, uh,
1: they know software security. None of their systems have ever been hacked. None. Dude, uh, just... Every
0: time there's a Nintendo announcement that's good, there's always, like seven other parts to it uh, about why it's like super bad
1: speaking of super bad announcements telltale games is closing (laughs) sucks 25 employees left out of 250 and i heard that's like an optimistic figure
0: Yeah, I heard that there was uh, Telto employees on Twitter today disputing that and saying that that's even incorrect. Yeah, there's only like a couple people. Because from um, from what I gather, they're finishing season two of the Walking or episode two of the the New Walking Dead, which is was already almost done, and that will be it. They're
1: canceling the rest of it. So, not only is the Walking Dead final season, which is partially going to be out and then never finished, getting canned. Uh, The Wolf Among Us 2 is getting canned. Stranger Things is getting canned. Game of Thrones Season 2, canned as well. Um, Yeah, this sucks. Uh, And it seems like entirely based on mismanagement of funds and overextending the reach of the company to try to come up with four games at once well we already knew instead of just i felt like this was out one at a time
0: overdue even Be- even like it was like two or three years ago where they were like you guys love the walking dead right and it was like yeah and they're like what if we told you we're about to make 15 games at once right now with all major licenses that were really expensive and everybody's like Oh, just one would be good, but okay. And then uh yeah, well, there was a they announced they were doing a Marvel game that never even saw anything.
1: Yeah, it was dude, it the Guardians of the Galaxy game.
0: Oh, is that what that was? Fuck. Yeah. I guess when I heard Marvel, I thought like
1: something people care about. Yeah, I mean, I guess that game's pretty bad, but I didn't play it. Um they certainly reached some heights though, and they they hadn't been like putting out exclusively bad stuff i know right now they're kind of getting painted with the brushes like yeah well the games have been shit the last no the years. anyways the it's ba- like Bat- the batman, batman season one was good
0: batman season one and season two were both and let me point out that the batman game besides the walking dead you only tell tell the game they got two seasons mm-hmm. and both were fucking mm-hmm. awesome and the second they did that for minecraft also sure whatever but yeah Um, the second season of Batman had the most consequences um, of decisions kind of thing where the whole final episode of it is basically completely a different game depending on what decisions you made.
1: Yeah, I still need to play that. There's like now in this fucking thing like it sucks A because of this like studio with a bunch of good games is closing um, but also B because of like a bunch of people already bought that shit and so now they got to try to wrangle yeah. well, a fucking pe-
0: refund. Well, well people are like, let me get refunds. It's like, I saw Telto employees on Twitter that were like, yo, just so you know, we had no notice about this. We got yeah. no severance packages. We only have one week left of our health insurance. And most of us were contractors and don't have any unemployment from this. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that company cannot afford. I mean, the reason they're closing is because they don't have any money. They're not giving refunds to people.
1: Yeah, well, I wonder what proceeds will go to... I through. think that's up
0: for to the platform holders to issue refunds at that point.
1: It always is. Yeah. Because that's who you're purchasing it through. But I wonder what the proceeds from, like, the remaining games... Like, if they all of a sudden host a telltale sale, like, sale after the f- everything is sold, like, I wonder who's that.
0: Well, they have their own to. storefront, too, on PC. Yeah. So, like, what happens if you own games on their storefront? That's going to close. So, like that's uh, digital media you have that will just be unavailable to you?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I haven't bought anything off the Telltale store.
0: Uh, me neither. I buy it on Steam, but, you know, some people are idiots and buy stuff off of uh, more inconvenient DRM. But it, I'm just saying it f- might
1: not be, like, the store might just not, like, shut down, or, or like, the downloads might not be, like, inexecutable, you know? Who
0: knows? I mean... Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't have that info. But, um,
0: but they're... I guess they were publishing some upcoming games and stuff too but i yeah. i think their publishing arm is also closed so yeah. all of that is also know canceled
1: uh until they find new publishers so i guess we have don't nods efforts to look forward to and uh i guess like for telltale's legacy like what do you, what guy like do you think is like the most like i don't know sort of the best of the best or like the obviously the key like Turnaround point was the first season of Walking Dead, but like oh, but looking back on all of it,
0: yeah, Tales from the Borderlands is probably, in my opinion, their best
1: work.
2: That's my favorite Telltale game for by far.
1: I think that comes second for me, close to the first season. The first of Walking season, Dead.
0: Walking Dead's really good. Um, the Batman games I thought were awesome, and I gotta play that. A, a, one, a, oh, a good uh unique take on the villains and the mythos and stuff that uh had never been done before it it was like it was like having an like an offshoot comic of batman that was like well what if this and this and this and this and this and it was just like a completely new Mm -hmm. whereas like a lot of times if you would expect them to play it safe and be like oh yeah bruce's parents died they were such good people and bruce is a billionaire but he's also a playboy and but he's uh, got morals, so he doesn't kill people, and <laughs> and, uh, and y- you know what I mean. Like it's just like the most like you know you could write a Batman story in your sleep if you've ever like even watched TV before, yeah. basically. Um, whereas the Telltale games were like, it's like, wait, that's the Penguin? What? Wait, what? Bruce's dad? What? Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. like They they did like shit with his it. Took chance. Backstory that was like unheard of. You know, Wolf Among Us was also pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I, I I love Wolf Among Us, too. I never
1: played the Jurassic Park or Back to the Future shit that came out before. They kind of switched their style up. No, me neither. Um, yeah, I never played any of their like, well, they traditional also d- adventure They
0: also games. did a bunch of uh, Monkey Island and Sam and & Max stuff,
1: too. Yeah. yeah and I, was
0: I, pl- I played some of the Sam & Max stuff, and I thought it was bad.
1: That was the Farkas thing. Farkas like those games.
0: I, I like Sam & Max, but I thought that the Telltale Sam & Max games were not good. Hmm. Or f- from what I played. Didn't play
1: I the bad. Minecraft one. No,
0: I ever. also, uh, I feel the same way about Minecraft as I'm sure, like, my parents feel about, like, death metal,
1: you know? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, don't even, like, that's part of or the world that I'm not even going to engage same, in.
0: I feel the same about
1: Minecraft as, like... No, I think you nailed it. I feel about Fortnite, <laughs> Kind of. I'm closer to Fortnite to where it's like, like
0: I could play that. Like I saw a video today of like it was like a preschool teacher and there's like a bunch of like five year olds. She was like, "Do you guys love Fortnite?" And they all got up and start doing Fortnite dances and went, "We love Fortnite." And like okay, yeah, I don't like this at
1: all. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or I saw a video of uh <laughs> It was like a, an eight year old. It was like it was like an eight year old watching a Snoop Dogg videos so as like a kids react kind of thing, mm. and the Drop It Like It's Hot video came out, and when Snoop starts doing that dance, he goes Oh Fortnite and starts losing his shit because it's a oh. Fortnite dance. Oh, and, uh, like, okay. lovely. Okay, uh, Fortnite. Who the fuck knew that that game I've been hearing about for four years now would uh, rip off PUBG and. Turn, then, it to, turn it turn into a different game and yeah. then uh, become Minecraft.
1: Um, do you think any studio could pick up what's left of Telltale's properties? Why would do they do anything with them? Um, My, Clementine's story. But what's Gearbox f- could pick up Tales from the Borderlands. That would be a good reason to. They could build off the universe. I, I think, mean, they could just uh, incorporate that to Borderlands Three. I about. think
0: Gearbox already has their own issues to worry about.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm saying, do you think like? I don't think anybody's gonna touch any of it, honestly. I don't think anyone's gonna touch they, Wolf Among Us too. They
0: don't have any original IPs. It's all licensed material. Mm-hmm. They have a shitty garbage engine. Nobody's gonna want to wait through I'm that. Well, I'm not
1: even I'm not even worried about the engine or that shit. But I'm saying, do you, do well, you think uh, at well, any I'm point? I'm saying
0: nobody's gonna pick up the pieces of stuff that they've already worked on to try to patch it together.
1: You know? No, but do you think like there will be some continuation of any of the games?
0: No, I don't think so. I wouldn't guess. No, I I think I think it's all done. Um, I think there's, and especially now after this, um, you would have even if somebody picked it up and did it justice, there'd be so much negativity around. Well, they it was telltale's game, you know, Uh, like I feel like if anybody was gonna make any of these IPs into adventure games, um, in that same vein they would start from scratch and you know, your, your contenders here would be like a uh, don't nod is probably mm-hmm. the, the only one. And, uh, they're pretty fucking busy right now with their own stuff. So I, I don't see why they would want to pay the absurd amount of money it costs to license DC or Marvel or whatever to fucking, uh, make games that bankrupted telltale already, especially when it, it story-driven adventure games obviously aren't um, the most mass appealing games that you could make money-wise, especially for how much the licenses cost. Because you got to think they're spending so much money on all those licenses to make niche-ass games that um, obviously didn't sell well. I don't think anybody's going to touch that with a 10-foot pole after it fucking killed a whole company, you know.
1: Well, it killed the company because they tried doing a million of them at once. Like it, the company ballooned and fucking like became like this massive thing that didn't put out enough products for as m- much people as they had to support. Like sure, that, sure, but that's what really did it. I mean, it but, wasn't. But, it wasn't that they weren't making good use of the licenses, or but, that the licenses were killing the company. The company killed
0: itself. But what studios are making uh, narrative-driven choose-your-own-adventure? games right now Um, the only studios uh is don't nod basically super uh super massive super massive maybe yeah but i can't they're doing their own thing i can't see either of those companies being like yeah let's take over from that company that just bankrupted itself you know
1: I don't know, dude. I mean fucking THQ's I mean, resurrecting uh, like half of its properties after a total fucking collapse yeah, like but, five years but, ago.
0: But but that's also a huge anomaly of like what the fuck is going well, on. Well,
1: yeah, but I'm saying like in the in the way that video games get rehashed and fucking re like it's not out of the question.
0: Sure, it's yeah. not. Uh I personally would deem it very unlikely. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. And uh final bit of a newsy Uh, that Nintendo Online shit has happened. Nintendo Switch Online. (laughs) Detailed and out, you can no longer play Splatoon 2 for free.
0: I keep meaning to, uh, check it out to play the NES games, and then I remember that I haven't played my Switch Online in like two years, or since it came out, basically. This is
1: purely like, uh, hey, I need to play Fortnite and I'll have a Switch. It, all I have is a Switch. Service. Well, no, no, no. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's not even restricted. Yeah. They're doing the Sony thing where it's like, except up this game. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, the worst thing about it, though, is like,
0: oh, you know how you've been playing Mario Kart online for the past year? <laughs> now you have to pay. Like, yo, what? Yeah. You What? Now I have to pay? Oh, but don't worry. You can play Balloon Fight. Well, even, yeah. What?
1: Splatoon also, 2, I could, ARMS I could run NES games on my phone Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Mario Tennis and the upcoming Smash Brother.
0: and they still don't have voice chat on their system or a message system even you can't even message people on a fucking switch like why would I ever care about online play on a fucking switch I just don't
1: uh-huh. you, because you can you get c- you the, the save data cloud
0: I can't even you can't even be like Hey, my username is Garthoff. Add me on Switch. You have to be like, "Hey, my username is AF2ZYX179."
1: You can use voice chat on our smartphone app.
0: Yeah. F- f- as long as friend codes is still how you add people on the Switch, like the f- that they have the balls to ask me for money to play it online, Makes me want to just throw the fucking thing in the garbage.
1: But you could you could get a full month for three ninety nine, or three months for seven ninety nine, or twelve months for nineteen ninety
0: nine. I could also keep just like having my Switch in the drawer next to my bed, uncharged for months at a time, like it has been.
1: What about the special offers?
0: Hmm. That'll surely get me back in.
1: Hmm. But I've what heard, about
0: NES uh, Joy-Cons? I've heard from the internet that the Switch is the best console of all time.
1: So. $60 for little NES controllers that staple to the side of your Switch. I thought they were $70.
0: They're $60. Uh, still stupid. Well, and you can't even buy them unless you have an online subscription.
1: Hey, that's deal of a lifetime. You
0: have to pay the subscription fee in order to have the privilege to buy the NES controllers for it. You, th- you don't think they're going to sell them in stores? No, they're no, you you have to have proof of an online subscription in order to be eligible to buy the NES controllers. But they're going to sell them in stores maybe eventually. I already they're going to I already don't care so much because of how because there's no
1: reason to care.
0: Yeah, like why? 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 How has Nintendo released a system To to overwhelming odds that took off and became a great success and then still are like trying as hard as they can to fuck it up and make people actively not like it.
1: They're new to the internet. Obviously. They've been new to the internet for the past 15 years. If
0: I could buy Super Nintendo games on the Switch a year ago, I would have already spent over
1: $100.
0: Probably. Also, just like... I still can't buy Super Nintendo games on the Switch.
1: A- okay, so it's basically going to be for people who want to play Smash Brothers. Yeah. That's really it. Or who actively play Splatoon. Even then. And the, the fact that it's like dirt cheap doesn't help that it's like, uh, yeah, it's garbage tier quality. So it's like... Or, or the fact that it's
0: been 18 months now that it was free and now you just boot up your game one day and they're like, Oh, sorry. $20, please, to play your one match of Mario Kart that you play every four
1: months. But you can do seven ninety nine for three months, man. Yeah. And then balloon fight. And then you can also fight with balloons. It's crazy to see also
0: on the internet, like, the fanboy rationalization. Like, yeah, it'll be a good deal in a few months once they start adding GameCube games to the Netflix service. Like, what planet are you living on? <laughs> where they're adding GameCube games to this Netflix service because from where I'm standing, they've already said what they're going to be adding for the next few months and it's like NES games that you never heard of that you, wouldn't, that you wouldn't even take a dollar to play.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can only use those NES Joy-Cons to play NES games?
0: Yeah. Yeah. and Wowzo. And the only way to get cloud saves is to subscribe to this and also that doesn't apply to like 80% of games, only, like, some of the games support cloud saves. And if your subscription lapses, they delete all your cloud saves immediately.
1: My only question is, um, like, between this and Labo, am I going to have money left for Red Dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, like, dude. I mean, Labo goes
0: way beyond VR. Will
2: you even have the time for Red Dead anyway, no. between the two.
0: I just... I.
2: It's so weird it, it, to be like, it's, it's, it, it's like if I was like, hey, you can move into this apartment for free, but at some point, I'm going to start charging you. Like, wh- what? It's like, yeah, you you can have it. It's fine. But at some point, just so you know, I'm going to start charging you money. It's like, okay. And it's like, hey, just, just do it for free until I figure this out. Like, who does that?
0: Oh, Who's oh, oh. like, but hey, but, but get once you-
2: used to it enough, get used to playing it for free. And then once you're comfortable with that, then I will start charging you money.
0: And and once you start paying though, don't worry, we're gonna throw in electricity. Like, well, I already have electricity though, but yeah, but once you start paying more though, uh guess what? We'll uh we'll give you a door.
2: It's it's just this a, is already a, a door concept.
0: Just, I, I, it just it seems there must be something that we're all missing where it's like as an outside person that doesn't run a company, I could go to... I feel like I could take the reins of Nintendo like for a the, year.
1: I the very simple answer is that it's probably all 70-year-old Japanese men.
0: Right. <laughs> because I, I've, I feel like even somebody with a cursory knowledge of the video game industry, like a basic knowledge of it, could take the reins of Nintendo for a year and fix everything.
1: What they really need is like a 40-year-old man in
0: there. Yeah,
2: like... Take a couple decades off
0: one of those old men. I mean, so they have to have people crunching numbers and stuff. How are they not just leaving money on the table to not let you buy NES and Super Nintendo games on there? Like, how is it a better decision to not have online be a subscription for 18 months... And then make it a subscription, but then add 30-year-old NES games, and then still not sell people the NES games or Super Nintendo games that obviously can run on the fucking thing. Well, how, think how, they're making- how are they not leaving, like, millions in revenue on the table? Like, how is that a proper business? I just don't understand.
1: Well, I think they're making chunks of money off all games right now. So, like... Even, like, the 30% cut they take off a $60 game is more than you would get off of an NES game that you sold for, like, 699
0: But if, if they added the whole NES and SNES catalog that they have rights to for, let's say, yeah, 699 a piece, that would probably be a few extra million in revenue every year for them.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad idea or justifying their idea. It's also an easy idea. I'm just saying that they they have own all those games, money pouring in right now. So maybe they use that once it slows down.
0: Well, it's also possible if ever. It's also possible to have voice chat on the console itself, but they're not doing that. It's also possible to make a messaging system where, like, if I pull up my, like, to me my friends list on the switch is completely irrelevant because like if I pull up my switch and I see that you're online, I'd have to like call you and be like, yeah, what are you playing? You know, like I can't like Mm -hmm. message you like up for a round of Fortnite. Like I'd have to like call you like, Hey, are you on your switch right now? Do you want what, what the fuck is that? What the, what the fuck is friend codes? Why the fuck are friend codes? What the fuck is going on? I mean, just I just fucking It's just like it just it's Nintendo
1: hey, makes me want to strangle kittens. It's it's great cutting edge TV tech to handheld tech with the like archaic typewriter built in to every core facet of it. Like it's just got something that you it's just missing something. That makes it like how do they
0: how do they go from the Wii U sucking and selling twelve million units to like this fucking banger in the Switch that everybody loves to the point where people are sucking the dick of indie games that came out twelve years ago? Oh, it's on Switch; it's a whole new experience, and all that. Like people are just fucking gargling the chode of the Nintendo Switch (laughs) so fucking hard, (laughs) and. And Nintendo still is like,
1: it just like pukes.
0: And that's their online service. Like, like what the fuck is going on? I don't know, man. They
1: also, they also released a line of toys that were hard for people to buy that scan into your games and almost do nothing. And they made a bunch of money off those too. So I don't, you know what? Nintendo's got a Nintendo and uh, it's going to be a long frustrating thing. And I it just,
0: may never end. It doesn't have to be frustrating, though. Why it may never so not be, though. This, it, the most frustrating thing about it <laughs> is that it's been frustrating for so long. Yeah,
2: I mean, at this point, it would be insane to stop being fucking insane. Like,
0: right? I want to love Nintendo so much. They make it hard for me to give them money for things. And they make it hard for me to like them.
1: And yeah, they Hey, you know what th- I asked you during the week? Can you illegally torrent the soundtrack to this game that I should be able to buy the soundtrack for for $10? Oh, I, I looked into it. You can buy the soundtrack for $60? No, it's
0: $70 because it's fucking four discs and it comes in a giant box that nobody wants because we live in the, the age of the internet where I don't need five disc, four discs collections of video game soundtracks taking up space yeah. in my house. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I will totally illegally download that for you because that's ridiculous. It's insane. Yo, but if Nintendo was like, even if they were like $20, you would pay pay it?
1: Probably, yeah.
0: But they don't care. No. They don't want to. What they're going to do is they'll release a digital version for $40 that you can only buy for 30 minutes one day.
1: They're not even going to do that.
0: No, but if they did that, it's at the point where anytime they make a really dumbass announcement i have to like double check whether it's just somebody like joking <laughs> or not and then like and then so when people are joking i don't double check it and i'm just like oh yeah that makes sense like if like oh yeah it turns out uh, the next nintendo console is uh called the luigi and it just ha- only plays games that you don't want I'd be like, yeah, that sounds like Nintendo to me. Oh, it's uh the new Nintendo console. It's the Nintendo phone, and it's a phone, but you have to plug it into your TV, and it only plays Mario Run, but the it runs bad, and you have to subscribe $10 a month.
1: I mean, it's Nintendo Switch Online, folks. I just...
0: I, is there ever gonna be a time in our lives where Nintendo is not morons?
1: Maybe maybe. Cuz
0: I mean say what you will about both Sony and Microsoft. They've both made boneheaded decisions and we rag on them all the time for their shitty decisions. But Nintendo is in a whole fucking another otherworldly realm of shitty anti-consumer decisions but their fan base is so rabid that people just go oh they're doing it for our own good i mean (laughs) do we really need to play all those nes games and super nintendo games really they're really looking out for us you know like (laughs) actually they're pro-consumer because they don't want us to spend ten dollars to play donkey kong country again I mean, if if you really look at it, you eat 10 Donkey Kong countries in your sleep every year.
1: (laughs) pee is basically just water. You're just going to pee right back out anyways. It just turns to pee. So you might as well just drink the pee. Yeah, I feel like
0: just Nintendo fans have super Stockholm syndrome with it where they'll spin any dumbass decision Nintendo makes to like, well, they're really being pro-consumer because if you think about it, I mean, would you really want to play a good Nintendo game again?
1: I mean, you see that everywhere, but it's definitely hardest in that camp. Yeah, it, uh, It's always people with
0: fucking Luigi avatars and shit. Like, <laughs> guys hating on Nintendo obviously don't know what real video game companies do for the gamers. I mean,
1: you can download PlayStation Now games and people are like, it's going to kill Games Pass. And it's like, no, that game, that service is still garbage. Yeah, they're still like the it's only
0: just, major first party Sony game on playstation now is bloodborne it's
1: garbage with the options now is all it is fucker yeah it's it's still like six games you, you might want to play this, this stuff do you want to download it Uh yeah yeah i don't not this for is, not for eighty dollars a year or whatever it is like actually i think it's poop.
0: i think it's more than that yeah
1: all right uh that's gonna do it for the news is a is buzzer
0: oh also uh I don't know if you guys watch those trailers, but the Devil May Cry 5 trailer oh, shit. No, looks lit as fuck. And also the uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, the beginning of 2019 is going to be real busy for me because... It's going to be full of delays. Those are my two... Dude, those aren't getting delayed. Hell no. Who knows? I, I really...
1: They've been... I bet Resident Evil comes out.
0: Devil May Cry is going to come out, dude. They've already... When's it scheduled for? March
1: okay probably and resident evil's what january january and yeah that'll probably happen. there's and there's, there's but there's gonna there's, there's like uh, 19 games with february release date but so there, there's gonna be l- there's
0: already like hour-long like gameplay um footage of dev may cry and uh-huh. it, it seems it seems like that game's basically fucking done um and same thing with resident evil the, the, and they've they've had march 9th or whatever as the release date since e3 and they just put out that TGS trailer and March 9th is oh, in March ninth. I'm more or state. less
1: talking about the one million games that seem to be announced for like February twenty second or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, but th- those two Capcom
0: games are definitely coming out. Um, and uh, for me, those are two of my favorite series that are near and dear to my heart. Especially Devil May Cry is like, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely watched that TGS trailer like six times in a row. I was like, fucking, whenever he pulls that motorcycle out, that's ripped in half with the each tire is like a chainsaw and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. so good oh my god it's going to be amazing
1: all right um real man stuff it's the time for your big stuff Uh real man stuff stuffing
0: yay
2: or nay <laughs> oh yeah definitely
0: stove top yeah i like stove top now but do you like original or Cornbread stuffing.
2: I like pretty much all of it because they make actually several different kinds because there's like a cornbread. There's a, a, like a turkey stuffing then there's like the traditional. There's another kind I forget that I, I've tried, but
0: yeah. Now I like stuffing made from scratch more because I'm not the biggest fan of onions. And I feel like a lot of the pre-made stuffing has a lot of mushy onions in it that make the whole thing just taste like mushy onions. Which I'm not into because the bread, good. The celery, good. The seasoning, great. But then when you add, like, fucking seven cups of onions to it, it just tastes like onions to me. I
1: feel like stuffing comes in, like, original and home style. And I don't know the difference. Um,
0: I always just get cornbread stuffing.
1: I like all of it. I think I'm just in on stuff.
0: I like it all. But I'm also picky because I like my stuffing a little bit dry. Whereas I feel like a lot of people will cook stuffing, so it's almost like a pudding, and it's like yeah. wet. And I'm not really into that at all. I like it to be more bready, and less goop. If you, if yeah, you feel me,
1: I kind of get down on both, but yeah, like sometimes, sometimes uh, uh,
0: stuffing is just straight pudding, which it I'm can not be pretty, to. pretty moist mush. But yeah, I'd yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather have a, a very dry stuffing that I can douse in gravy. Because Then, True, it's, then, it's, then con- it still has a crispy crunchiness to it, but
2: and you're controlling your gravy, like yeah you your wetness it. factor
0: yeah right. Whereas it, control your wetness. If if I feel like soggy I try. stuffing is just like when you pour the cereal in the milk and then you have to like go do something for 20 minutes and you come back and it's just like a mushy pile of crap.
1: I can't say I've ever spent that long away from my cereal. Uh, don't do it.
2: It's a death trap.
1: Don't have kids.
0: Like mm. me. The Kid Haver. <laughs>
2: that's what they call you. The that Kid Haver. Kid Haver,
0: <laughs> <laughs> haver hazel that's, that's right. Um. Yep.
2: Um. You sound like a Bloodborne boss.
0: <laughs> I'm the Kid Haver. Yeah, the Kid Haver would be like, a giant like dad but like instead of bones he just has like hair and blood everywhere
2: he smacks you with his fucking new balances
0: but his new balances are like made of like sinew and muscles
2: <laughs> isn't that what new balances are made of now <laughs> i haven't owned a pair in a while
0: yeah probably and then every time every time new balance sinew muscle dad kills you you have to like relive your life all the way from being a baby to like the 7th grade all over again. You have
1: to do like the same shift at the office for like 2 hours. No, you have to live you, y-
0: you have to literally live your entire life up until the point that you're at right now every time the boss kills you. <laughs> then he grounds you. But it's
1: hardcore so like
0: you're into it, you know? Yeah.
1: All right, that'll do it. Slam my cunt with a rock. Fuck it. Oh, okay. We're done here. Yep. <laughs> Shit.
0: Shout out to <laughs>